Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and in-betweeners, I am your hostess with the mostest here, Alexander Rodriguez, for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We have some of the top names in the adult industry joining us, and uh, we get to know the personas behind the personalities with Arad Win-Win. So good, we need two win-wins. He's late, as usual. He will be here any minute. Veteran and entrepreneur Brent Corrigan, and somewhat newcomer JJ Knight. Very excited with my special guest co-host returning to the show, fashion king of underwear, Mr. Andrew Christian, and my brother from another mother, medium. Don't call him psychic, because he'll flip out. Singer-songwriter Scott Cruz. Let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet And most poor suckers are starving to death I'd like to propose a toast This is On The Rocks with Alexander Coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios In the heart of Hollywood Where I drink with your favorite celebrities And we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture Reality TV And, and that's about it so pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It is going to be a bumpy night. Oh, yes, applause, applause. I live for the applause. I wish being a bitch paid your bills because I would not have to work a day in my life. I am so excited for tonight's show. Um, I don't think I've ever done so much research for an episode in my life. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Tonight we take a PG-13 look at the adult industry. We get to know some of your favorite faces uh, and other body parts behind the personas. We only offer the best on this show. Um, and so we, we are excited to welcome the tops of the industry. I'm just going to leave it at that. From, from Gay Cinema. Tonight we chat about the adult industry, social media, immigration, free speech, the business behind the camera, fashion, anyth- anything. Like we're, We have a lot to cover tonight. Uh, even Real Housewives of Orange County mm. and engagements. <clears throat> oh, Lord. Oh, yes. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and of course on Facebook Live on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, True FM in Ohio. Hello, Ohio. Ohio? I can't even say it. Ohio. Ohio. And nationally on Reverie Network, and uh, we are streaming live on Facebook page for Bear World Magazine. Rawr. Hello, Bears. Uh, I'm the entertainment editor for Bear World Magazine. Check out my weekly interviews, fun movie reviews, and movie news. Uh, my movie news this week, Beetlejuice 2. It's finally happening. It's really happening. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, fuck. Here's the thing. Is Gina Davis wants to be back in it. That'd be cool. Her, no? uh, well, her face uh, has changed, and she's yeah. supposed to be dead. Well, you know about dead people. Their faces of don't co- change. Oh, yeah, Do their course. faces change after life? There's no face. Oh, it's just blah. Oh, that's exciting to know. Isn't that amazing? It's yeah. beautiful. All right. It's that's like a mush. Eat whatever you soup. want because in the afterlife you will be so thin. You won't even have a face. Yeah. Or chins. You, you, yeah, you go right through. Or chins. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for our audio listeners, uh, you can check out all of our video stream on Facebook Live. Um, and now the Hillcrest Social app has every video that we have. They have it up for free. Um, and we love them. And we just got a nomination for Out at the Fair at San Diego County Fair as one of the best gay... Th- Things of this last year, I was on stage for six hours. What's a <clears throat> best gay thing? What do you mean? Like event or oh, an event? Okay. Circumstance. Circumstance. Disturbance. Circumcise. Gay disturbance in the straits. <laughs> um, anyway, Hillcrest Social. They have tons of concert product and other giveaways every week. So check them out and uh, give us a listen. Give us give us a look. Next week on the show, we have photographer Mike Ruiz. Uh, Shaza Sunset. MJ Javid is coming back to chat about Bravo TV reunion. Emmy nominee Ileana Douglas is coming back to chat about her new show, uh, uh, Trailblazing Women on Turner Classic Movies. And we have you guys, Joanna Cassidy. She was in the original Blade Runner. We know she was one of the original replicants. Roger Rabbit. 
Uh, her amazing turn in Six Feet Under as as Mrs. Chenoweth. Uh, she's currently in Bravo TV's Odd Mom Out. Also joining the show, uh, Jake Busey from the Gary Busey family. He oh, was wow. in Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's coming to talk about the reboot of Predator because he's doing the reboot. Ooh. His dad was in the original Predator. That's kind of cool. And they're all crazy. Uh, also, we have actress Adrienne Barbeau coming in to chat about her horror, uh, her career in horror films, and she was B. Arthur's daughter in Yes. Whoop, whoop. You know who Adrienne Barbeau? No, but I just I thought think it was yes. a long episode. I want to uh, be on some of those. Yes, yes. Come, <laughs> this is the right episode. This is how we ease you in, Brett, and then okay. we're gonna have you back tons of times. I'll come anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna let it's, it go. It's, it's starting. It's just gonna let it go. My mom is listening. Um, L.A. Fashion Show. Uh, Chris, play some of the pics from this last week. Thank you, L.A. Fashion Week, for having me at the final show for Marco Marco. Designs. Uh, now, Andrew, there's no bad blood, right? No. Okay. There's a lot of underwear for many people to wear. There's there's enough room in the underwear world for everybody. Uh, there's enough room for everybody, but there's not plus sizes. <laughs> I just want to know, like, is there ever a versus, like, if then, like, if or but, like, do they ever like compare? Yeah. Because like in L.A., y'all fucking own this town. That is true. I mean, you know. Like, mm. is there ever, like, uh, versus I can because I don't have, therefore I, I prefer this version versus that version? Mm, I like, don't know. Like, who does ass better and who does dick better? Right. Oh. That's what I think. I'm PG-13, wondering. Brent Corrigan. Excuse me. <laughs> Already breaking oh, God. the rules. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, but the Marco show was such a fun show. Uh, his runway uh, shows always feature such a diverse cast, cel- celebrities from pop culture, drag, the trans community, YouTube. Everybody was there. The after party, though, was as insane as the actual show. I'm literally still hungover from it. Um, Marco Marco himself got behind the bar and made the drinks, and they're even stronger than what I made here. Uh, also ran into Guillermo Diaz from Scandal. I made out with him years ago when he was on Weeds at Fiesta Cantina, and he works literally, they filmed Scandal literally right here. And so he works here. Come on the show, Guillermo. <laughs> I know where you live. Uh, anyway, uh, hello, Chris, to our engineer. Welcome to another really gay episode. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. We actually did talk about gay for pay a little bit today. I'm getting my checkbook. Uh, <laughs> Mama Rose, my mom is in the chat room on ubnradio.com and on The Rock's Facebook page answering all your questions with her bottle of vodka. She has learned so much by preparing for tonight's show, by the way. She's very excited. Mom, are you there? She actually wanted to call in uh, with some of her questions for our guest. I told her to keep it PG-13 as well. <laughs> mom? She's already drunk, probably. She prepares and she has a vodka. All right. Well, she'll be she'll be calling in for some. She's still researching. She's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what. I need a widescreen TV for this one. Uh, Well, (laughs) we have some of the best. It's big enough. You don't need a widescreen TV. (laughs) It comes out pokes you in the eye. Um, You want to hang out with on the rocks uh, on the road? We are coming out to you. Halloween E12, Friday, October 27th at the Belasco in Los Angeles. It is the biggest Halloween party uh, at such a great venue that we will massacre. On the rocks, we'll be doing live stream celeb interviews uh, throughout the night. They have a little stage for us. In fact, my co-host is Mr. Scott Cruz. That's right. Are you going to be using your your like medium abilities? That's, that's to, never like, going to go who's away. Single, who's de- well, yeah, definitely for single, for sure. Okay. But I have a good radar for, you know, how hung. And Why'd you do this to me? Because I'm scanning. I can scan. That's <laughs> why we're friends. <laughs> Surprised you could walk tomorrow. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes. Okay, Mom, just hold on now. Always, always late. Just like a rod. Maybe she's with a rod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're probably doing shots at Mickey's. Uh, Palm Springs Pride is coming up. Come visit me for Palm Yay. Springs Pride. I am the official MC for Palm Springs Pride main stage. I'm going to be on stage for eight hours, literally, wow. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We need a clap track for that. Well, and in my, because I'm volunteering uh, a portion of my time, uh, but part of it is like I have to have unlimited uh, alcohol backstage. I get my own tent, by the way, if you want to come hang out in my tent. Um, so I will be drunk um, 
for Palm Springs Pride. International Bear <laughs> Convergence is coming up in February, and the reason I'm advertising it so early is so you can make your travel plans. February 8th through the 12th at the Hard Rock Hotel. I am uh, hosting for Bear World TV, and I'm going to be co-hosting with all their visiting other shows, hosts, but I am the main uh, host, and they're going to put an On the Rocks uh, stage next to the pool at Hard Rock Hotel. So nice. I'm very is that, is that in Palm Springs? Yeah, it is in Palm Springs. Nice. So we're going to be doing some some tie-ins and all that. Like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. We are on the web at ontherocksradioshow.com. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. Andrew, <laughs> I'm still waiting for my photo shoot date. Remember when we were talking about the husk yes, brand? Yes, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't gotten gonna that email. Our, you're going to be our poster model. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's funny because every time you come in, I'm like, Andrew, give me your cell phone number. Give me your direct email. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, you think I'm going to drunk text you in the middle of the night? I've been to your house, by the way, for your parties. And I still don't have your- You have, your... you have. <laughs> Do you see? And he just leaves it at that. How dare you, sir? Uh, uh, shout out to our confirmed. sponsors. Yes. He's, he's oh, like confirmed. Is my mom still on the phone? Okay. Mom, call back. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Test Loop, the only way to travel from L.A. to San Diego and Palm Springs and Orange County. It's luxury travel that is so affordable. You don't have to talk to anybody you don't want to. It's in a Test Loop with the doors open on we the like side. That. I yeah. so want to try that. It Why don't like you? Yeah, let them know On The Rock sent you and you may get a freebie. I'm confused. Is this like a Tesla that drives you around? It's an Uber, but your Uber is a Tesla, a Tesla. with people wow. you don't have to talk to, Wait, even the driver. Does anyone else know, like... Didn't like one of the major developers of Tesla like totally bite it, like eat the dust, like because he was on a driverless car and like. Oh, you mean on the autopilot? Right. It worked for us, and we were in Palm Springs. You know how you go through some of those hills? Yeah. It was on autopilot, and our driver was playing the ukulele and singing the whole time. I'm not even kidding. It was so luxurious. If that's the way to go, then that's the way to go. I am still here. Or or am I? Renewed faith. You're not. Medium. It's illusion. It's the illusion. Oh, God, I love it. Anyway, go to testloop.com. Pick your route. They have four routes leaving from whatever area you need to go to. Our other uh, sponsor, Spunk Lube, a little dabble do you. Uh, (laughs) It's on many, many (laughs) film sets. I'm sure we've all used a little Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube has been my very first sponsor from day one. From his garage, he was like, oh, you know, I believe in the show. And he he's lasted throughout the whole time, so we love it. Mom? Yes. Oh, oh, hi, Mom. How are you? Um, I, I'm so sorry. I tried to call, but you know the videos that you left for the research that you had done? <laughs> um, I was just, you know, kind of looking at them. <laughs> this is how you. wrong you are. Nobody uses videos Didn't anymore. Did I tell you she's still researching? I told yes. you. Hold on. Wait, you still live with your mother? No. <laughs> okay. From when I left in college, videos. Oh, vi- here's DCR, here's a funny story. Right, when I was yeah. in high school, she bought me a new bed, like a big boy bed, and she thought it'd be fun to have it delivered when I was at school. When I came back, some of my stuff under my bed was right on top of the new bed. Ooh. That's a really subtle way yes. of saying just you know be yourself. But you yes. didn't tell. But you didn't tell what type of materials on top of oh, your bed. Oh no 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 Why? no we're not. <laughs> Why? No no yeah. only you know. Okay, don't... mom, do you have questions for for our our, our panel of guests? Yes, I do. I Quickly, find it Mom. a very fascinating panel. Well, you're the one who keeps talking about yourself when you have me calling in. My name's on the title <laughs> of the show. Okay, I don't know so, what to tell you. Okay, shut up, shut up. Okay, but I gave you birth. Um, okay, so a friend asked, wanted to ask if you guys really enjoy what you do. Or is it all acting? Justin. Um. Yeah, I love it so much. It is a job, but I mean, obviously, you get to ha- you get to sleep with very gorgeous men and do things with gorgeous men that you may not get a chance to do every single day. So, why not? 
Why do they call it sleeping together? Nobody's sleeping. There's no sleep. I know. If you fall asleep, that's probably a problem. You said PG-13, honey. I could use a different word, but... He's being sensitive to your needs. I love JJ. Right. He's a southern gentleman. And uh, therefore, he's never going to drop the f bomb right here. Oh right please! Now. I he's got, from Memphis, you guys. You guys mocked me because I didn't want to say shit last time. No, don't but say that. <laughs> see, <laughs> our what apologies, iHeartRadio. <laughs> there goes our Christian <laughs> Network Syndicate. Well, you know, after 13 years of being in the business, I say that I'm probably more healthy about my own sexuality and my connection to sex than ever before. At 31, I turned 31 on Halloween. I, I actually, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, that's not why I said that. I said that because um, I'm really <laughs> happy, and I have a man that actually has kind of helped me maintain that kind of connection to the human aspect of it. And I think that when we did like kind of draw this distinction or act like what we do on set, you know, for work is not human, that's the mistake. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a I very human act, and you have to connect, and you have to want to connect, and you have to be receptive of that connection in order for you to really maintain your healthy connection to sex. How many times can we use the word connection? That's our that's our word for the day. Connection, everybody. Yes. Trust me, I have to use it all day. Too. There are so yes. many ways you can connect. But has there ever been someone you haven't connected with though? Like Absolutely. you just did. Yes. So what do you do in those situations? But like sometimes we all have you coworkers. Act, you that you have we an don't iPhone like with, with porn on it. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> like I mean, Chris is barely putting up with me right now. Like barely. But he doesn't have to like you know get in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what, you don't know do what his job that? entails. How do we handle that? Actually, I, like uh, Justin. <laughs> that's how he got here. Justin <laughs> will tell you how he handles it. You have this amazing invention that came out that's called Trimex. Oh, what is oh. Trimex? Is that like Trident for yeah. not your mouth? Yeah, it's like a liquid Viagra that you, that you inject. What? Inject? What? Yeah, then it, ke- um, it keeps you I can't do hard for eight hours, six hours, however long well, you need. Eight Trimex. would be a problem. Would Five be a problem. is okay, but we usually do it for about three. Trimex sounds like a diet pill, by the way. Right? I think I've been on Trimex. Didn't lose anything. <laughs> right. Well, you should have been gaining an erection. That's your problem. So, uh, <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> so, so what happens? What happens if you take it and then you're done and you want to be done? You're just still hard for eight hours? Do you take a lot of photos? <laughs> I just feel like it'll fall off or something. Like, it's just numb. Does oh, you're not like Latino. Pseudofedrin. Pseudofedrin. Oh. We'll take it down. Take it, it away. What is oh, this? So the Judy Garland of, like, porn sets? Like, popping <laughs> pills, doing this? Yes, you have to actually kind of a little bit, you know, compensate. Or, you, or you just make a lot of boys happy. Right. When, when you're unhappy, just make everyone else really So, happy. So in short words, you love what you do. Well, actually, so that would answer yes. your mom's question. Sounds, 13, it sounds like a process. After 13 years of it, like what I love more than anything is producing, and what I love is being creative, and what I love is actually reminding people that like there is an eroticism, an erotic art to it. I was just about to say that, yeah. Right, and like for people who'd be like, I just need baseline, I just need to see like dick in the hole. Excuse my language. Uh, like that to me is like is is a dis. Is, what you're doing is you're now actually making human people not human, <laughs> and you're making them parts, and you're segregating their parts from who they really are and it's it's bad it's very bad see lately I think I'm more attracted to like you said the eroticism of it mm-hmm. like having this kind of fantasy almost You've been cinematic watching Golden Girls take it off like, oh <laughs> totally <laughs> it's like that's my stimulant that's what is that stuff you inject it called Trimex it's like Golden Girls is my Trimex I'm gonna write this down maybe there'll be a sponsor Trimester Trimex is Golden Girls it's T-R-I-M-I-X yeah Trimex so three different types oh Trimex Trimex I love it Although you know, mom, th- Christmas is coming up. Right, it's only about a hundred. You need to do an experiment. One hundred fifty. Right, like okay, well, it's one hundred fifty dollars. Now, does the studio pay for that? No. Get right. out. In fact, we work oh. for a very corporate studio that does not at all administer and or supply any form of Stimulus. erectile 
Electrical that's like not getting coffee at an office job. Like, how I, do you get, want agree. me to get through the day? I agree. You know, here's the thing. Um, we are we are adults and we are professionals, and therefore we know what the tools we need to be our you know be successful. And it's also a write off. So thank you. Well, and we're we're actually going to get to later in the show. We're going to get to the actual business side, what the studios provide for you, what you guys have to do, and and Brent, I know you've been behind the scenes a lot too. So we're going to talk about that. Mom, did you have any other inappropriate comments? <laughs> Um, I was just wondering um, for each one with who their main inspiration was and who do they go to, like if they get some really good news or something or they want to celebrate something, who's the first person they go to? Oh, that's a good question. You guys, do you, that's a really good one for you guys. For wh- why? Because that's you guys spiritual? are the stars here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's vanilla. <laughs> no, is that why it's us? Do is we're vanilla. A chance to say something. Yeah, <laughs> we're vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll. Do, what, you, what did you ask? Uh, answer that question. I'm curious. I'd like to know about you. If you say your mom, you're yeah. off the radio show now. <laughs> why? <laughs> she's here already. We're gonna take yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I have good news. Uh, well, you know, in in the entertainment industry, you have to be very careful who you tell good news to because they'll either try to uh, call that person and mm-hmm. like try to arrange it for themselves, or they will not be supportive or they'll be jealous. So I have to say, it's usually my mom, um, and then it's Thomas over here. Yay, okay. Thomas! You know, and well, that's that. That's very true, though. People in the city do get tend to get jealous, even even if they're not in the same industry as you. That's that, it. It's like what? It's like, you know, that's Facebook true. did it. It's Facebook's fault. I, I I'm sorry. I have, right. to, I have to really say this loud and clear. Like we do this thing about Facebook, and Facebook is we think that we're connecting, but what we're really doing is making each other miserable. And we're actually not connecting in the real world anymore. We're just connecting like on a computer, which is not. Connecting. Did you hear the study that someone showed that the like a Google search for like why do I have an anxiety like in two thousand like skyrocketed, and that's when Instagram you came never out. Get out in the real world and actually face this shit. Excuse so, me. So, but that's when Instagram came out right. that year. The pe- the most search result was why do I have an anxiety. You know, you think you always look, you're browsing through, seeing everyone's insecurities, their cockiness, their whateverness. I get anxiety when, like, they're about to call last call. Like, that's the limit <laughs> of my a- anxiety. Like, I start to get really anxious. We, I can and relate. nobody's posting, yeah. like, right. shitty stuff on Facebook or Instagram. They're just posting, political like, political stuff. The best. And or if they you, are, you really stuff. block them fast. See, that's like. just it. It's like, oh, bad day, thinking about ending it. It's like, oh, God, we're supposed to all rush to you, whatever, which I'm not making light of suicide, by the way. I'm just making light. When your post is that every day, guess what? You're not ending it. You're maybe watching. You're ending another just episode of Ally McBeal, but you're not ending it. Just go to a bar like a normal person. <laughs> right. Yes. Be an alcoholic. That's what Sophia Petrillo says. Whatever yes. happened to alcohol, like, you know, just getting drinking, you know. She also said, my high knees asleep. Okay. <laughs> Mine is too. These seats are. Yes. Mom, did you have anything else I'm to say? I'm going to bring a donut next time. Go back to drinking. <laughs> I love you, Mama Rose. Uh, well, first I wanted to, I wanted to say hi to Thomas. Oh, my mom says hi. hi. Oh, God. Okay, next. <laughs> Thomas She's is your star. real mom. It's your real mom. Yes, <laughs> so everyone. Only, yeah, you yeah. Should see the no, it's Mama or... Rosas from this from Miami. Remember uh, yeah, Mama yeah. Rosas? Well, she's disappeared, by the way. Mm. Where is she? Uh, nobody knows. Fifteen years that woman was around there. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, my final question is: Does size matter? Who are you asking? Oh my God, Mom. Okay, I'm gonna say yes, mostly because the reality of the situation is gauging. You get to a certain gauge, and unfortunately, there's no going back. I was thinking that too. Actually. Really? I this, was this, totally right. thinking that. It's like going to Paris for your first vacation, so you have to go like, well, a full European tour after. <laughs> is what it's like? 
Right. No, well, I'm just saying the man who's not wearing his gauges in his ears currently. Um, oh, right. that gauge. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought he meant gauging as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. like, you know, going. I don't think size matters. I just had to backpedal a little bit because my man is sitting next to me and he's well, keeps, he keeps knocking me in the knee like, stop saying shit, stupid. You know? <laughs> well, so you keep saying it. What so. a lovely relationship. <laughs> this, is, this is your typical straight relationship, by the way. Why stop I love him, shit. actually. Yeah. Right? Stop saying, well, stop, stop being yourself. And let, let's be honest, once you've had JJ, it would be... Right. I'm surprised actually, you could walk here but on, on your own today. You know, right. No, I, I didn't walk, actually, because I can't. So. <laughs> okay, he's giving me more credit than credit. Oh, it's amazing. I'll tell you that. He floated, Thank you, Mom. So, Mom, you're going to be in the chat room, and you're going to be answering other questions. And if there's another burning question, she will interrupt the show, uh, and she will text us with, with your questions. Thank you, Mom. Yep. Love you, Mama. Okay, have fun. Bye, Mama Rose. We will. Uh, thank you. you Bye. 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 So our, our other sponsor is uh, Panache Optical Gallery. They do all of the sunglasses and eyeglasses for celebrities. They do retro styles. They provided me with a million different sunglasses. Uh, they're in Pump Springs, but they provided for us our weekly shady moment. And our shady moment this week is brought to you by Miss Vicki Gunvalson. Last night oh, come on, on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, she played that game. It was like who she would send a casserole to. And Scott Cruz's picture came up on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, and she said she would not send you a casserole. Good. I don't want it. I don't eat that carby shit. <laughs> oh, God, I'm Isn't bored. there a joke about like totally having issues with incontinence regarding casseroles? Like, isn't that like here? If you I have, if, you, if you're a little stopped up, have a casserole. A cat? Really? Right. Yeah, I, I thought know. it was decatheter. I've never heard of that. No, I've never yeah. heard the casserole okay. solves your problems. I never heard that. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, run in more IBS oriented circles, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's always these. I That's can't, a handicap. I, I can't like say a the word. Disability? Like, can you right. collect social security? <laughs> like, like, I have to go to the bathroom every yeah. 15 minutes, and therefore I am handicapped. <laughs> I, oh. I, I'm just speaking, you know, for my friend. <laughs> yeah, your friend. Yeah, we heard that one. Right. Yeah. But, Justin. But, the, but the shady moment is, and because you texted me, and you're like, can you believe she said that? And you said, well, she can't cook, and I know because I'm a psychic. Shade. Well, actually, you said that for me, so. I don't mean I look. I that, that stuff to me is You're so. You're so bad retarded. at reality TV. It's all fake. I be, it, it's not. That's the problem. And I've, I've been, it's it's actually all real. I've, nothing's planned, obviously. So I've they had keep two playing moments. your scenes though in o OC Real Housewives of OC. They keep playing your scenes. Keep yeah. You've been like in redundant. three seasons now. That's redundant. Oh, I, I would hate all that free attention. Sorry, huh? sorry, Scott, to bother you. Well, it's, well, no, it's not. It's not that. It's just. It's a very sensitive discussion obviously you know and you know and so it's that's, for, that's so I, I i'm curious like what happened so I, I i was just about to say right. for our listeners that don't know vicky gonvelson is the original housewife she's been on it for 200 years um and <laughs> probably looks like it too she's had a few uh, helps mm. um her um, i think she looks good i mean she's good her boyfriend brooks who is a liar and a cheater said he had cancer and was drawing out this whole cancer saga scott's friend tamra who was another original housewife uh just was not believing that and scott was featured in an episode where they were all having lunch and scott was like he's faking it i, I feel that he's faking it and it took almost a year and a half for the truth to come out that he faked everything even the medical records i'm, I'm yeah. confused like how do you fake being really, really, really sick for a year and a half. Because who asked to see your records? I could tell you, yeah. hey, what is he doing? I have putting, a wooden leg. How would you yellow know? bags under his eyes? I mean, is he? Oh, he didn't need to, honey. Was he doing this in real life problem. or just for the show? No, it was actually real life because you know it was going on even outside of the filming. Like I was seeing the the actually it came out. I think when they finished filming, yeah. um, the records that the season had been done filming, and mm -hmm. that's when the records came out. And they show they never serviced him and you know stuff, but. 
Um, obviously, it's it's a thing they want to talk about, but um, but also there's I it caused a huge rift in the show. It did. Vicky and Tamara have not been friends since. Right. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, but um, you know, there was also Megan had her baby, which was Nobody also cares an- about Megan. Boring. But that was another prediction, you know, of, of why it was another skinny there. white woman who's too rich that she needs two nannies, but motherhood's so tough. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so because of that, she won't supposedly get me a casserole. So I didn't, you know. I get text messages about that. I'm like, oh, Lord. It's not good enough for you. Oh, boo I swear to God, I'm so ad- addicted <laughs> to Bravo TV. If if anybody <laughs> even, like, whispered at me, I, I would just die. Although I went to the... I was I've in two episodes of Shaws of Sunset. Were you really? Yes, I went to their Halloween party this last year. That was interesting. Anyway, well, speaking of you... I've never seen that show, actually. Oh, my God, it's fabulous. Is it? Uh, Scott, welcome back to the show, Scott Cruz. Scott has a long career in the spiritual world, being a medium, clairvoyant, with clients around the nation. No stranger to the entertainment world, he is also a singer-songwriter who writes, arranges, and performs the vocals and instrumentation on his tracks. He just released his latest single, Rescue, on Domo Records, uh, Grammy-nominated record label. You can check out his videos uh, and music on iTunes and YouTube. We're going to take a little sneak peek at at some of them. Um, Just kind of talking about because I'm addicted to the afterlife and mediums I've always been fascinated so like my that's, a, that's our thing so this is our new thing yeah this is our Fashion, new thing yeah. yeah fascinated I mean who isn't fascinated with life after death I say life after life life after life you know? life after life is that, all it, is that all it like chalks up to I mean like it's, it's, isn't there more to the to being a medium it's not just life after death it's See, also well all medium uh, here we go here, here, here we goes go. in, here goes if the runway because no, uh, I call him a psychic and he says don't well, call me but, a psychic well, <laughs> don't call me a psychic that's like talk like this like um, I don't this word psychic when people think of it you think like street psychic you know I always use the word clairvoyant that's what I call myself a clairvoyant medium you guys will be best friends and I'm gonna be out of a show that's fine I was actually raised partially by um, an old hippie clairvoyant are you serious right and and the thing is like she read um, well I mean she was from Texas I don't know I mean the thing is what I know of her was very little what she knew of me was vast and I was a very young person and it it made an indelible impression on how I view the world and I mean, I was, I'm very thankful for that because I grew up like in a Baptist, Southern Catholic, like a Catholic, Southern Baptist like family. And so, you had a lot of movement and kind of moving here with this family member and, and that family the member. The whole thing about it is I just know that there's so much more going on when you dial into people's energy and the world and, you know, just, just energy in general. And so like that right there deserves a lot of attention. And we want to talk about fast lives and like people we've, lost and in the end there's so much more than just what has been done it's what can be done you know and and, and how to address that <laughs> i'm surprised in the adult industry that we lose so many young people at such i mean every year there's more names you're like wait what and it's weird because you associate with them you've never met them you see them having sex but you still feel a connection like growing up and it's just, just watch so yourself weird. with that because you know i read an article by vice recently and i was very disappointed because i felt like the person that wrote it did not do any research what they did was look at some numbers at a bunch of young people that live loose and fast and hard and they were roughing themselves and what they did was ultimately put themselves in deficit they were not performers they were not professionals they were models they did a little work here and there and they call them porn <laughs> stars, and then they kill themselves, or they overdose, and all of a sudden, that's the representation of those of, I've been in the industry for 13 fucking years, I've been through a murder investigation, and, s- and all kinds of other shit. <laughs> I didn't kill myself, you know, I have my fucking problems, but at the end of the day, I'm still here. I'm surprised I didn't kill myself with my work. I hear you. 
So. All right, let's go. I'm saying you gotta because bring it back to you, didn't because you? Hello. Well, it started with <laughs> wow. me, but it started. You started the conversation, yes. uh, right? Oh, oh. Right. So, well, but no, I wrong for questions. you. I want the answers and the, like the questions I have. Yeah. But but what what was the question? The, what one of them is um, that we talked about being clairvoyant versus a psychic. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about you read past lives? You read. Um, not necessarily past lives, but definitely feels that have, that have passed. Like, what else do you, how do you dial into anything else? And where else is your energy sort of tapped? Like, when it comes to when you read people, like, it, is it just a sense of, like, what's going on with them and how to help them? Well, I've developed my, I, I was telling Alexander a while ago, it took me years to develop the interpretational skills. So when I would see things as a kid, it's just like it was normal. I'd see, like, layers of reality. So it's almost like, I don't know if you've heard parallel realities. So, so it's almost like I was able to cross-connect those in the present time frame, even from the past time frame and future time frame. So it was kind of confusing to me, but that was normal to me. Did it make so, you feel crazy? No. I thought everyone else was crazy because they didn't see it. Oh, I'm like, oh. you don't see this? That's you can't funny because it's that? A, just a natural thing for you. Yeah, because and so I got a lot of this data and information, but as I you know, was getting older and understanding what it was and able to see something before it happened and stuff like that, I realized, okay, I, I wanted to learn the science behind it. So definitely studying physics, quantum physics, metaphysics, definitely helped me understand the structure of reality. And Do you ever see more than one thing that could potentially happen? Like, not to say... Well, I, I know there's, that, different, there's different right. possible results, right. yeah. So when yeah. I'm reading someone's trajectory, right. sometimes they haven't linked with a specific outcome. And they think, oh, there's a set future. I'm like, there's no set future. Because you don't, you don't predict the future. You see what path people are on. There's no such thing as a prediction, to be honest with you. I hate to break to people. There's no such thing. A prediction is a is a is a, like a probability. Then why do I pay you so much? He said. Because I grew up know. said the same thing. She said, "Be careful when people say I predict your future." Yeah. Because honestly, you we have a fair amount of control over our own. But, but like you said, let me explain to you. It's free will. It's free will. Because if if there was a set prediction, set future, there'd be no. The, it would break the laws of free will. Right. So I can make a prediction based on what you're projecting now, and I give people the information to say, "Well, this is the energy that you're projecting. This is the 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 outcome that you've aligned with at the moment." But however, if you'd like to change it, you you can do this, and I teach them how they can change it if they want to stay you know aligned with that trajectory and so forth i give them the data in that trajectory also they want to know what if i made this choice what would be the outcome i could also do that as well scott so. will i have a hangover tomorrow always continuously you'll scott. never be sober god he's so good he's so Isn't that good. amazing that's the pain of the big bucks for no i'm i'm, I'm not downplaying not it but but what what you said is is just yeah does that mean do you understand that do absolutely you get that? i absolutely do i do and the thing is like um understanding exactly where it comes from or not where it comes from but like you know, where to focus the energy from, like, the intel that comes from someone who's dialed into a different plane or a different kind of concept of, of, of reality is, is, is what the problem is. Like, we look at mediums as if, like, it's some sort of, like, authority. But in the end, what it is, is it's just a sense of things. We are all psychic and mediums, and that's the thing we all do. It's, it's not a I'm gift. I'm an extra large. It's, it's not a gift. I, I, I almost get annoyed when people say, <laughs> when did you realize you had the gift? I'm like, what freaking gift? I'm I special. asked you that. I said, when did you stop ignoring? When did you start ignoring it's yours? An, it's an awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's a, Exactly. It's an awareness. So it's like what you're either aware of it or not. And it's, I always say, to me, people who are talented don't impress me. It's what they do with their talent. So I don't care if you can fucking sing. What are you doing with your voice? You right. know, with He's right. so fun on first dates. I mean, why, why are you single? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you know. You always expect way so too much. Yeah. yeah, that's very heavy. You have a very heavy personality. But Brent, I in the times not. that we've talked and that, that we've associated, you've always seemed to me like you have a very old soul because you're so mature. I've been you told know exactly. that for a long yeah. time, honey. <laughs> and I think maybe that's why you associate with horses so well because horses have a very different energy to them as an animal. Do you want to know something truly emotional that's connected to the earth that lives four feet on the ground constantly and never leaves unless you ask it to? The ground? It's a horse. 
And there's a thing about a horse that makes you shut the fuck, excuse me, shut your mouth. Listen, <laughs> watch, watch, watch. And if you don't watch them because they're body language oriented, you're going to miss something and you're going to end up with a broken fucking back. Well, okay, uh, a horse kicked me when I was five years old, and I've hated them. Because you missed the fucking whatever he was <laughs> saying to you. You were not. You were not. Hey, damn, that horse being a horse. <laughs> but one of my biggest successes was directing the play Equus, which you know is about a relationship uh, between. Does a anyone boy. really know what Equus is about? It's not really what topically it's about. It's about oh, so of course much. Not. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. Actually, it's about I should, death. I should, it's about I should, how we misperceive things. I should reboot that that production and. I would love to be naked on stage with a horse. It's not even about that. Will you be the horse, That's JJ? That's JJ's for. Right. <laughs> uh, we all know the answer to that. I have a great I think we lose past the horse onto the donkey. Yeehaw. Oh, wait. We don't use donkeys. <laughs> I was waiting in one. Okay. All right. So, uh, but music-wise, uh, let's play a little bit of your clip. And, uh, and I mean, do you ever wear a shirt? I'm surprised you have a long sleeve shirt on. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even know what you're playing. Let's play a little. This is this is one of my favorite songs that you've done, uh, King of Solitude. That's a stupid moment. <laughs> I love your voice, though. I don't know why I'm swinging about. You're on a stickball team, apparently. And then you just walk away. It's like, hello. <laughs> I love that. At least he didn't let it fade. That like, bridge is my favorite, and that's how it starts. Is give it up. I mean, I mean, I if I went to the gym, it would be on my gym list. <laughs> I mean, if, I'm really talking about giving up. That. No, I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. Oh God, here we go. I mean, go. come on, the whiskey, porn. It's yeah, all okay. about. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, also returning the show as part of our On the Rocks family is fashion designer Andrew Christian. Since 1997, uh, Andrew uh, is not only an iconic company that you recognize immediately, uh, but it's also backed by a real designer. Every day, your hand is in it. Uh, with his innovative technologies, fit, and original designs, he's earned a spot in Inc. Magazine as one of the fastest-growing companies uh, year after year. Uh, Andrew Christian has sold in hundreds of stores all around the world, including, but not limited to, luxury department stores such as Nordstrom in the USA. A lot of straight husbands are wearing right? Andrew Christian. Legit, legit, yeah. right? Wow, that's good. Selfridges in UK, Cataway, is that how you say it? In Germany. Yeah. And, uh, and Simons in Canada. These are all shishi places. Yes. Uh, Andrew Christian was featured on Good Morning America, Fox News, Entertainment Tonight, ABC World News with Diane Sawyer, uh, MSNBC's Hardball, Yahoo Daily, Mail, London, Wall Street Journal, Maxim, uh, New York Daily News, Boston Globe, New York Magazine, LA Times, LA Weekly, Dallas Morning News, uh, and as far as you guys, as the Times of India, right? <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. Uh, Andrew was also featured on seasons three and four of the popular Oxygen reality show, The Janice Dickinson Modeling Agency. Uh, he's also been featured on Logos uh, as part of the official pit crew uh, for the RuPaul's Drag Race. And then that episode that we all love and still watch is The Millionaire Matchmaker with Patty Stanger, where you put your first date on the runway. On the runway. In underwear. Ooh. I had to work in the underwear in the episode somehow, you know? <laughs> 
It's smart. That's just. A, I think that's smart. I would do the same well, thing. We talked about this earlier. Sex on a first date. You can't handle a little but pressure. That wasn't, that wasn't yeah. sex on a first date. That was advertising. Who is ready to be you, in their underwear if, in front of thousands of people on their first date? Come, Come on, on now. If, if you're angling for Andrew Christian, <laughs> you definitely should be comfortable in your underwear. Thank you. But in exactly. my mind, like Andrew's like. Put the underwear away. We don't need that. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna free ball it. <laughs> no, <that's> not, <laughs> like, let's write no, poetry no. in French. Is where I, I was going. I was going for balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So Andrew, the question I got for you is, how do you design a piece? Like, do you sit down at a sketch book, or do you see something on TV and then you interpret it and then sketch it out? What um, is your design process from start to actual cutting the material? I mean, a lot of it starts from the, the material itself. Um. A lot of the inspiration comes from that. Obviously, like you want it to be soft, you want it to be comfortable, and um, a lot of my I'm doing a lot of prints right now, so a lot of my own prints I am designing myself. Um, so we start with the artwork and then work from there. Now, in terms of the texture, because your underwear has such mm. a very certain texture, I love your line "almost naked" because it is like you're almost naked, but it it keeps you protected. Yeah, it's made out of bamboo fiber. That's why it's so soft. And it's good for the economy, right? It's good for the environment. Environment, which is good for the economy, right? It's good for the economy. <laughs> That's what I meant. I just wish you wouldn't have. Their... And panda bears can eat your underwear if they were hungry. Yeah, if they're starving. They're yeah. not goats, honey. <laughs> no, but uh, bamboo. bamboo, like bamboo. Right. No, I they get eat it. bamboo. I get it. Yes. I know, but I mean, still. it's a stupid little joke. God, I, I can't. You can't. How how do you put up with this? You can't even get away with anything. Oh, you have no idea. It's what happens when you live in fucking West Hollywood for a year. Oh like, God, it's what happens. You yeah, blame it on West Hollywood. I will. So, Andrew, you know, I'm I'm uh, a weekly writer for Bear World Magazine, so I got this email a lot. People love watching your videos. People love engaging with your models on many different platforms. Um, but all your models have a very smooth, nubile look, shall we say. Where's the Harry's? We keep looking for Harry models. It's very hard to find in LA. I'm right here. I really <laughs> yeah. Does your headphones need to be put up? No, but there are some, some, some Harry boys. And definitely, like, hair is in right now. So... Well, there goes my. Uh, um, what? No, on your back is fine. Oh, right? that's fine. Oh, it's good. Yeah, just I just have to be like move it. Okay. Um, Andrew Clarence wants you uh, to know. Thank you for liking his uh, Queer Tea article last week. Yes, I love Clarence. We love Clarence. He's such a great role model for for the LGBT community for for the autistic community. Yes, uh, and and we love Clarence. Clarence, thank you for your message. I follow you on social media. Uh, you just you do great. So the theme tonight is in the adult industry, and you've incorporated models from the adult industry into your videos, into your products. Uh, Brent Corrigan, Arad, uh, Topher DiMaggio. What's your experience working with uh, an adult performer rather than like straight up models? Well, it definitely helps because a lot of my designs are very. Sort oh, of and welcome to the show, Arad. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry yes. for waiting. We're yes. so glad. It's you fine. Anybody was black my car. Yes. So what was that? Yeah. You sent me pictures yes. to say that you were late, but you sent the car pictures. I'm like, a nice car. Like, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. Like, yes. Now we psychic. have your license plate. Yeah. Thank you for leaving the sleeves at home. All is forgiven. <laughs> yes. Um, it definitely helps having models that are in the adult entertainment world because a lot of my designs are daring and leave little to the imagination. They sort of accentuate different parts of the anatomy. 
What did RuPaul so, say? She so, said, I can read your religion, honey. I think that was, that was a line. She got that joke from yeah. me because I always say, oh, you're Jewish. I always right. say that like as a joke. But how you want to know, her. though, like how many religions are cut versus not cut? Like, it honestly, like this is like it's split down the Stanford's center. Stanford's doing a study. I'm, I'm waiting for the results. Right. <laughs> well, basically, it's really not a very clinical study because like you can't like one religion and the next religion and the next. That's on the, like, the side of like being cut versus not not cut. You know what I mean? Like, you you have two choices, and there are how many religions? Like, come on, let's talk about this. <laughs> Rachel Maddow was actually talking about this tomorrow night. I would love to hear she's a lesbian him. talk about dick. Excuse she's, me. She's cut. <laughs> Rachel Maddow's bigger than all of us combined. <laughs> That's oh, all I know. That's what happens when you're. <laughs> never mind. Oh, oh! <laughs> I am. You know. I just snorted. Did you see right. that snort? <laughs> I heard three. Of I'm the gray feather. She's the definitely a top. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, Rachel? Yes. yes. Oh, dominant top. Yes. All right. She's, She's got some good energy, honey. But it saves time because people know like what to do and well, what to Well, it expect. definitely helps because a lot of the other models, they're they're very shy about you know showing like full ass or showing their private parts. And these guys don't have a problem with it. So it's great as far as selling the underwear. Uh, well, and also your content's it. really great. I mean, honestly, there, yes, there, it's there very were a few really um, well-produced opportunities to be a part of something that is not adult-oriented. And even in the adult industry, we don't even have that opportunity. I mean, it's not always, like, you know, top-tier production. So that was attractive to me, um, the production value. So thank you for that. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we all thank you for that. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. I, I think it's also important, like, you know, there's these young kids that live in these small towns that don't have any outlet to the gay world. You get so and much social is, media interaction from them. This is their only interaction with gay culture. So I think I think it's great to be able to provide sort of that beacon of light to them. It's nice first to see something that's er, that's like se sexually charged but not explicit, all, like to the nth degree, that is wholesome but also like... It, it, it's it, playful. It's, it's, it's not desexualizing the yeah. gay... And the the gay archetype, which I feel like mainstream media does, like I'm sorry, look at Glee, look at Will and Grace. I mean, look at, I mean, queers folks, the only one that didn't do it, but that was made for gay people. I mean, the mainstream arena in mainstream media has done that to us over and over and over again. The new normal, like all of it. It's fu it's you funny know. you mentioned queers folk because Peter Page was on the show right. and he talked about having to film queers folk helped him with his own sexuality because he had to be on set playing this gay character in these gay positions mm. even though he did it every day of his life but he as an actor had to meld that into his life and it mm. helped him create who he was. That's amazing. I mean mm -hmm. that's a very original story to be able to uh, connect with. And know. also there's so many underwear brands out there that kind of shy away from who they are being gay. Their customers are gay, but you look at their advertisements and they show like a guy with a girl. And I think that's been part of my success is. And your label came out of the closet, so to speak, too. Right. Yeah. So. I just totally interrupted you and I just realized <laughs> that I'm so sorry. But I, I'm not ashamed to be gay. You know, that's what makes me successful. And, you know, those are my customers. Those are the people that support me and I want to support them. I was on set in Portland and it was a non-porn <laughs> film. And uh, the the mother, the woman that played the female lead in the film was called The Dark Place. And she was an amazing actress. She was dialed into her root chakra and all the kinds of things that make you like, like a wholesome individual. And I didn't know much about her, but you know, she told me point blank. She somehow she just knew that I'd done some work with Andrew Christian. And she said, "My husband loves your underwear because the underwear that you've worked with because because th there's this uh, some of them have this um, this window. They sort of like 
he could be a space where pouch, he, he, like a pouch, right? Like where he, he where he feels supported, and like to hear <laughs> a straight woman talk about her straight husband Word. about your underwear like that, and she said she thinks I think she said they got it at Nordstrom. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's well. Here's the thing on ESPN, the biggest underwear that they put so much money is Tommy John's underwear. Tommy John's is doing. What your underwear has been doing for years, but the way that they worded it is so like, yeah, bro, right. blah, blah, blah. It's literally, they've taken the concept that you created this soft material that doesn't bunch up, that lets you freely roam. Did you create right. the pouch? Did you? I did. Because yeah. that's, I like that. Can you make I mean, a pouch for really pouches. small balls? Because I could, I would totally buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with where I am. For a friend? <laughs> <laughs> for myself. I have for your balls. dog? What? Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I have a problem, you know, with my, you know, never mind. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, but Andrew, as much as I love you, I'd like to play with you when you're on the show. Oh God. We have to take a little review of some of your headshots. Yes. Um, some of your headshots are are um, here. Here you are. Um, right. What is he sitting on? You're exactly. Going, what, he's what sitting on crates. He's the underwear king of the world, and he's no, sitting on two crates that have been spray painted white, by the way. I remember. And you look argument. so uncomfortable. Looks very Macy's. I mean, we're trying. We're trying to go for. (laughs) Mind you, this was a long time ago. This was like. No, this is why I'm bringing it out. (laughs) This is like ten years ago, literally. But it's it's like, oh, crates, crates is good. It looks like you're a crates in heaven. Is this what you see in the afterlife? Spray painted silver. (laughs) No, that's what I see in hell. Okay, and here's the other one. Uh, So you're auditioning for newsies. Not any one of your colors goes together. As a fashion designer, maybe not so great. And you have amazing hair. This is an audition for Newsies. <laughs> You're just looking at me with such hate. Next! I can't. Oh, here we go. That's my favorite. You have such crate? great shoes that you have to put one up on a box. <laughs> here I am. Look at my shoes. Whoa, I'm about to fall and over. There eh? I'm trying to fly. I bought yeah. these just and for this shoot. This is one of my favorite ones. It's like, we couldn't afford the ceiling, so I, I, I got to bend down. Who made you do this? We were just trying Super. to be creative. You know I'm totally It's called dynamic. I like the falling one, though. And here's another one. That one is still valid. That one's still valid. Yeah, this is like <laughs> men.com. Right. You know, like, look at me. Look at it. Right. Oh, here's my favorite. I'm falling. <laughs> this is the Home Depot line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're, let's just, put, you're riding the ladder. Yes. Look at it. Ladder to success. Just straddle wait, that wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. What's the other one? This is another favorite. Your model is literally stalking what you. What is that? He's got like like single white female eyes at you and you're just like hey and he's like which mother yeah it's like the J-Lo movie I, I, oh my God. this is years ago that one's funny yeah anyway th- these are just a few of my favorite things oh no the, Wait, the, the, pink, the pink one, one. yes that's a good one. Who that's are you one. calling? Yeah, so this is are actually, you in jail calling, making your one call? <laughs> this is actually from our 2018 calendar that's going to be coming out soon. Oh! Our yeah. pink shoot. So that. it's all shot on a pink set. Um, I love that. Yeah, I did see photos of that. Arad is yeah. also featured in the calendar. Is he answering the phone too? Is no. it a telethon no. for needy, sexy people? I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking <laughs> underwear <laughs> orders. I'm taking phone orders. I just love it's like yes, like okay. Anyway, I five, I, five, I love five, you. Easy. Um, Andrew, where where can listeners uh, see your videos? Where, where can they buy your product? AndrewChristian.com. Yes. Yes. Brent, are I've, you are I you can... out? Out. Out of what? I actually should slow down. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so make sure everybody's happy. I am past happy. All right, let's get the show on the road. Gracias. What was that? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're we're, we're yeah. going to take... They're yeah. going to play a trailer. You're not going to like it. No, no, no. We're, we're going to like it, but we're not ready for that, Chris. Um, let's get the show on the road. Uh, I want to introduce our in-depth in our panel. Um, Arad Winwin. 
uh, though he was late, has quickly become a fan favorite, <laughs> making a career for himself after fleeing Iran when he was forced to serve in the military at age 18. In Iran, he wasn't allowed to wear his hair the way he wanted to, shave his face, wear a t-shirt. Uh, people weren't even allowed to date or have sex outside of heterosexual marriage because everything is controlled by the government. Um, if he would have identified as being gay, uh, the Iranian police and government uh, literally would have killed him. For three days, he fled into the mountains on his own to escape into Turkey. Upon arriving at Turkey, he was imprisoned for six months when they found out that his passport uh, was not real. He was going to be deported back to Iran not to go back to society, but literally to be killed. Uh, and he was saved by the UN refugee program, which we're going to talk about. Um, I mean, that's like a movie. That's like a that's, huge movie. Wow. In yeah. addition to his film career, um, he's a featured model with Andrew Christian, and he can be seen in Andrew Christian's coffee table photography book, Sex Equals Power Equals Freedom. He also travels around the world with appearances at events and, and book signings. Welcome to the show, Erod Win Win. Thank you thank so much. You, thank, thank, thank you, Chris. Brent Corrigan, where to start? Uh, Brent is a veteran in the industry. We have literally seen him grow up and mature into a successful actor, director, and entrepreneur. He can be seen in the well-received films Milk uh, with Sean Penn, Judas Kiss, Truth, and Triple Crossed. Raised in an ever-changing and... and literally changing household. Brent was forced to become an adult early in age and fend for himself. He started his career in the adult industry at a very early age and became one of the youngest producers in his field. His career uh, became front and center in last year's James Franco's pick, King Cobra, uh, where Brent was played by actor Garrett Clayton, causing some controversy. Uh, Brent has successfully made a name for himself in the mainstream media as well and continues his business endeavors. Welcome, Brent Corrigan, to Thank the you. show. Thank you so much. Yes. J.J. Knight. J.J. Knight is the perfect representation of what it means to be the modern porn star, with varied background, including working in Beijing as a store manager for Abercrombie, which is crazy. His stature and his good looks make him a perfect leading man. Uh, somewhat new to the industry, he has made a clear name for himself, and he travels the world making appearances and representing the companies he works with. Uh, it was announced earlier this year um, that he and Brent Corrigan are engaged, dating heavily, I guess, but, but we'll talk about that. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you gotta really put your face in there. Yeah, get close to that. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. So I just kind of want to do some some open general questions, and then we're gonna focus on 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 each of you. I want to hear JJ say a few things about what anything you want to say. Well, JJ, so you worked at Abercrombie? I did. I could totally see for that. God, was it five years, man? For five yeah. years? Yeah, between, in Beijing? No, no, between Memphis. Huntsville and then Beijing. Yes, Beijing and Shanghai. Between those two, he is Abercrombie really big in Beijing? Well, I guess we're all big in Beijing. He went out there and opened stores. He's really humble about it. I mean, he has a marketing degree and everything, and he went out there and opened stores for them. You know, out in an Asian market and uh, as an English first language speaker. I mean, that's a tremendous accomplishment. But moving out of the states, like, how crazy are you? From the south, did you know how to speak <laughs> Chinese? They put us through a two month. Language training, wow. but I mean, two months to learn Chinese is just like nothing. So you get thrown in there, and it's really difficult because Chinese they have five different tones, and yes. you could be speaking one word, but if you don't use the right tone, you could tell somebody to f off in the, in the correct way. So they tell a lot of people to f off. They do. So coming from the south and not being able to raise up my voice like most girls can, it was very difficult. But but in this like loneliness to like leave your family, friends to go to not just a different state but to a different nation. What was your first Socialist month nation. like? Yeah. It was, I want to get ahead in this company, and the best market was the Asian market, because I went over there, and they had just started opening up stores, and 
2012 was their first one. So I went there from 2013 to 2015. So around that time, the Asian market was the best one to be in. And you're just all career-oriented. At that point, yes, I was. I thought I was going full force into Abercrombie, and, and yeah, we kind of they kind of hit a slump, and I was like, "Oh, I think you're doing fine, like, JJ." <laughs> but Arad, you can speak to this too. Not only did you move, it's not really that you moved. You literally had to flee for your life. You had to give up all your family, all of your friends. Um, when you first came to America, do you remember the first couple of weeks? Because you came here with nothing, right? Yeah, with nothing, with no no English, no family, no money, with three hundred dollars. I came to Dallas, and just one house, one me, and they gave me. So, but how did you guys deal with like, moving that far in terms of, like, we all need interaction, we all need that support. There was really, you're kind of on your own. Yeah. Because y you survive, you know, because before I came to America, I was in Turkey, in jail, and all this. You're learning to survive the life, and any step you're taking with the hope. You know, with goals, with the hope, you have a power, you have a lot of energy, you have a lot of dreams you want to do. And when you have good luck and you meet the good people in your life and give you opportunity, like Andrew Christian, and proving yourself, making money, travel, have fun, like building your life. And everything goes much better. Not to be a dark subject, but six months in a Turkish prison, it's probably like the worst thing that we can ever, ever imagine. But how, how did you survive those six months? What was life like? But uh, six months for me was like paradise because I know I'm not deporting to Iran. So I was happy in six months in jail. Every day I wake up happy. I was good time. Everyone like surprising why you happy in the jail. Because I, if I back to Iran, I'm going to be, you know, get killed. So that, That's so crazy to me. And I wonder how much money that government spends on persecuting this group of people. I mean, it's expensive to persecute... Uh, Somebody, you know. I mean, I think well, the thing people don't realize either is like with these political policies with the current administration now, these are real people's lives. Yes. That are yeah, but hate is good that. money. I mean, like hate really fucking spur excuse me spurs people forward and it galvanizes people and they don't just get the hate. What they get is also support for other things. And you know, it's how you tie things in. I mean, come on, look at the Bush era politics. I mean, come on, they dialed right into the kind of negativity and the hate. I've of, never felt the hate though. But uh, and they used as it is now. But they used that that's why it's back. That's why it's back because they knew it worked. They used it's that the reboot. Hate the reboot. Right. <laughs> uh, precisely. And the thing is like we, we we've all seen it and then we all got privy to it and then all of a sudden here we are. It's as if they put a fucking bad wig on it. Excuse my language once again and we've forgotten that we're like we're like oh, you know, costume change, you know, drag queen in the middle of a show it's so hot. And then we've lost it. We have no clue what's mm. going on. And we're all stupid again. It's embarrassing. Interesting. <laughs> did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> it did. Kind of, right. <laughs> now, Iran, one bit. of the questions I got over and over for you uh, via email is, are you able to communicate with any of your family or friends mm. from, from that pastime? You, so, so you are. Yes. I be, yeah, technology everywhere. Like FaceTiming. Technology. And I go visit my family in Turkey in last year. So I communicate with my family. Everything is good. And you've really made a family here. I mean, you became so successful. And we have some early pictures, by the way. Uh, you were a bodybuilder. Build and I, I want to see little um, a, a Rod because you, you, were, you were thinner. <laughs> I mean, you were super. There we go. Is that about two years look, ago? Look at that. That was only two <laughs> years ago? Yes, in Dallas, Texas. I, can't see the I made first place bodybuilding middle way. 
Congratulations. Good for you. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Hopefully next year's you will see that. Although running through the hills, huh? <laughs> Shredded him. I also have a picture of you with a man bun. Um, I'm, I mean, that that just hurts. Don't ruin it. My 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 feelings. Um, but when you first came to America, what what was your first step? How did you know where to go, who to talk to, what to do? I didn't know nothing. I was just uh, trying my best to go away from Turkey and Iran and Middle East all, and you know. You start from negative, not even zero. What made it possible for you to come here? I mean, we, we, you were going to talk about an it organization. It was the UN. Right? Yeah, okay. I, I was want to live by what I want. I was want to be model. I was want to do porn. I was want to be do, you know, like live in America dream. I see America very wonderful. Did country. you know all this before you even came here? You knew that you had a feeling, like you had a, a sense of who you were, and you were like you, uh, you needed to go where you could be that person. I was was believing myself, and I was feeling like okay. I can't do that. I can't go. You know, I, I always I had hope. So I love be living by hope, always I say. I think you're just inherently born with this because all of us have, have stories from, from past and some people let let them become overcome with their shitty growing up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's this inherent, like, keep going, keep going. And I guess, I think you're just born with that. Well, uh, no. I mean, sometimes... Oh, okay. Well, no, but... <laughs> trying I mean, to have a hallmark <laughs> moment here. Well, you're born with <laughs> because I didn't have an easy time coming out. I mean, I was in the Pentecostal Christian Church. They performed exorcisms on me. I mean, it was horrible. It was a really tough... But when you're in those stages, remember, I, last time I talked about being suicidal, there's something that carries you, that pushes you. You know, right. I think it's, it's like an instinct that you got. When you're in situations like that, you have that natural instinct. It's like it jilts you and takes you to another place, and then you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice to either be a negative person or a positive mm. person. You have to make a choice to either... To fall or climb. Right. And the thing is, we know what happens when you make the wrong choice. But we often talk about what happens when someone makes the right choice. We just don't recognize why and how. You know, like we don't we don't really we don't always we have these theories. Like but but in the end they're just theories. And like how do we fucking where do we how do we know where it's coming from? But in, in reality, it comes from great strife and great pain and great frustration and great fear. Belief. And he doesn't he didn't like that I say belief. It's such a general thing. It's like believe in yourself. No, it's That's not your great idea. It's a belief but hold on. It's a belief structure because you have to have a belief structure. You have a belief structure. You're still not being specific in what that Why? means. What do you mean? How is that not it's different for everyone? Because That's a belief structure, structure okay, right. what's what's on the first but, level? But, but let me fit you decide that. Like I have a different belief structure than Chicken you. Chicken McNuggets are on my first but level. You, but you gotta you have to decide what the belief structure is. And he thinks that by saying that we're saying just go believe in something go humbada humbada right, right no you, it's it, very it, easy it, to it, say it, believe it in yourself but but when you're but no, you homeless on the street believe or in your you're future. exiled from your own believe nation believe that you have an opportunity but that's not what believe we're saying. that you can change your circumstances believe that you have the strength but that, that doesn't feed potential. you right now Alexander, that doesn't help you right now hold on but belief structure is different than just believe in yourself that's that's general you're being general what I'm saying is specific as far as belief structure as far as having different dynamics to your beliefs it is it, believing yourself is the general undertone but you got to have a belief structure as far as how you to get yourself out of circumstance and believing that you can do it. So if you are homeless and have no food, that you could create a belief structure. Say, well, you know, what? I'll find a job somewhere. Maybe if I could start being a janitor somewhere, that's a belief structure. Then you go and belief do it. Belief into and it action is what you're saying. Yes, you have it's to have not just having. But you got to have the, the belief. belief. You got to have the belief structure first. A lot of people don't create a belief structure and they try to do an action. They flop all the time. Believe it or not, yeah. there are a lot of books that tell you some things that are not helpful. False um, beliefs. Yeah, well, I right. can't read anyway. But so there are other ones fine. as well, and if you find the right ones, they have a certain amount of things you can pull from. It's how you use it. And the one thing that really has always struck with me, and it was something that my mother, who's crazy as hell, uh, I grew up with someone who had borderline personality disorder, and we didn't really know what, why, and what the deal was, and it was just, oh, that's crazy, mom. Love her dearly. 
the thing is like that was my that was my network of support when I was 17 and somehow I ended up in porn. So there you go, draw the connection, not her fault, my own. Therefore, the one thing I always remember from my smart but crazy mother was she handed me a book called Creative Visualization. And I read some of it, but what I took from all of it was it is what you make of it. If you do not take the time to visualize what you want and need, if you don't take the time to figure out who you want to be, you're not going to be anything. You're not going to have hope. You're not going to have a chance. You have to first figure out where you want to go, how to go there, and then the rest. And to dovetail off but that, But in though, a realistic way, though. I have friends that say, you know, I really want to be a pop star. And so they go to karaoke in West Hollywood every weekend, and they think that they're a pop star. It's you have to be realistic and you have to make goals can I, can and I, work at it. Can I help you with that? Because the oh, belief oh, the, the belief has got to <laughs> yes. Help me on my own <laughs> show. I really appreciate it. No, no, no. I'm it. saying help you with that that understanding of that. Of I'm that just teasing thing. with you. I know yeah. we have that relationship. But but the thing is that a lot of people think that they have a belief, but the action doesn't match. They have to match. They have That's to, exactly. They have it. to align. But you could say I want to do this, but if you don't have a belief in it, it's not going to happen. Or like Andrew, like when you have a model, I I want I want to be the next model. They show up late. They're not professional on set, and they don't know. Right, mm -hmm. but but you know what I mean. They're not willing to put the work and 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 there's you, a str there's a discipline. If you care, if you really care, if you you know, and you find a way to execute, you always find a way to execute, and that's the thing. Like, are you a starter or a non-starter? Are you a talker or are you just someone who actually really just goes and does? Thank you. Your Belie belief and action are synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. Then I say believing yourself because of you know you make some experience in your life. I grew up without, without father. When I remember when I saw a little kid, even I wasn't high out of the bank, I was go deposit the money of the, the shop my mom's taking care of. You know, you're doing things, the military, then, okay, you're doing the karate, like some sports, you do some competition, some places, military, this. I said, okay, I'm ready to go. I can't stay without family, food, money, whatever. I can figure out myself. And Is it weird to have this dynamic that now you have a successful career, everybody knows you, your fans love you and adore you, your life has changed in the space of of so few years. Is 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 that strange to you? Does that does that hit you every day? No, I, honestly, I enjoy it. even I talk with my friends. Uh, I say like I enjoy every moment. Even even I drive in Los Angeles, even I'm traffic. I enjoy it because I really had a really really hard times. We came here, and I feel myself really lucky. Uh, meet the good people, good friends. You know, everything's together, and changed my life like new page. Now my family more that. happy than before. So. Now, all you guys are very respectful to your fans, and you engage in your fans. I want to know, at what point do you... Is, is it okay to engage? At what point do you need to pull back? Are fans fickle in this industry, too? Justin? Uh, I guess that depends on the fan. Uh, most of the fans that I've come across have been nothing but supportive towards me. But, like, for instance, when I was on Howard Stern about two weeks ago... Um, Great episode, by the way. <laughs> Great episode. It was fun. And then all of a sudden, I get, started getting tagged in this stuff for Howard Stern, and then everybody posts on there, oh, my God, yeah, I'm canceling my subscription for the month. And I'm just like, God, some fickle people in this world. The minute that you were, uh, even announce that Howard Stern's going to do one thing gay, and it's just, I'm just going to cancel everything I, for the I month. I feel like the Cocktober thing is, like, just now all gay. And and you know what's it's great? Because the people who love cock most... Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, <laughs> the thing about it is it comes down to being accessible and approachable and requesting and expecting respect. And if you don't conduct yourself in a way that 
that illustrates that. You're going to call on, you're going to bring on a lot of hurt and pain and suffering to yourself because it's really, I mean, let's, let's be honest. If you want respect, you have to act, you know, respectable. <laughs> I, well, I, ju- I think it's interesting because Brent, you know, leaving the industry, coming back to the industry, your fans are so vocal. Even when you get a haircut, and it's a simple haircut, people feel it's okay to say, "Hey, oh, blah 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 blah." Crap? I yeah, do have a problem with people who fail to recognize that every day I get older. You know, and one of the reasons why I left the attempt to be any form of a media person other than an adult star was because I didn't like being told how people thought I looked best. You know, in the end, I am an individual. I'm a very type A individual. And when I have an opinion about myself, I'm not always right, but I definitely think I am. So, you know, but more than that, I don't want to be told what to do unless I'm in the bed. You know, like that's the, it's totally different. But it's, it's, it's one of these things where they think that they own part of us. Because we've shared all There's of us. There's ownership, and it's so weird to mm-hmm. me. It's also mm-hmm. what we call, it's um, they ingratiate themselves on us and our image. And Brent, I find that That's one of my favorite issue. words to use, by the way. I, it, 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 I find that an issue, particularly because the most vocal almost always are the ones who don't, they, they haven't picked up their wallet once. They haven't bought a scene once. Talk they have all m- kinds more of about opinion. that. I have an issue with people today who consume porn, but don't pay for the porn they consume. I have an issue because even though you think it's a victimless crime, it's not, okay? At 13 years in the business, I can see a trend. And it's a trend that doesn't just exist in the adult industry. It exists in media across the board. People stealing music, people stealing films, watching films at degraded quality after hundreds of thousands of dollars are spent on this, these, uh, you know, on just the colorization of these films. And they have no respect for media. They just believe it's done for me and therefore I'm going to take it and I have a problem with that specifically because they don't understand how that hurts the creative process. They don't understand how it hurts people who really want to be, who want a next level, who want to be something. People always laugh at me because I, my mom's watching. Anyways, people will laugh because I pay for my I pay for porn. I, I like to appreciate it. Right. But quality. it's free but everywhere, laugh, people, and people, that's but a problem. You can count on not getting a virus but people, on your computer. But, but people, but people laugh. People it's laugh. Like prep for your that's computer. But but like you were saying, people laugh saying you pay for it. I'm like, well, it's of course. What am I? Why am I gonna just? To me, it's as an artist, as a media. Like I think that we need to get paid for the work, and right. and I don't support free mu- you know right. free music and all that stuff. I, I buy all the music I consume. Me too. I make sure that I have subscriptions to all of the apps I use. Me too. Fit Radio and Pandora are my lifeblood. And when I like something a lot, I don't just thumbs up it. I buy it. Me too. And I'm me really too. militant about this. Me too. And, and you're an a small percentage of the nation. Let's okay. be honest. Everything is, is free, cheap. Let's get it. And I. Feel Feel like an asshole when I say buy my wares because it's it's frustrating. I feel like like people see me as a money grubber. No, you want to know the truth. The reality we got to survive to produce. That's your job. All I want to do is just actually have a nice little income that is steady. That means that if I have to worry about the next generation of what I do, that's not steady. And right now, I'm really worried. I'm really worried. And I don't think anyone else is. I don't think they're looking at this realistically. And it's not just for the adult industry. It's for everyone out there who produces in any creative form. Exactly. I uh, mean, I've, I've always wondered how the adult oh. industry makes money because there's so much well, free stuff out there. Right. I mean, obviously, me, I'm making a tangible product, right. Right, which can be you know, right. bought and sold. But right. for you guys... 
There's so many ways And then now. fans get mad at yeah. you when you have to take a break. It's like, well, I can't afford to do the live cam show. I can't afford For free. to do that because right, right. I have to worry about myself. And the, fans the, get the mad. The frustrating thing about like the live cam show is you get on live cam and you have to be free until you ask for a tip and then they get pissed at you. And it's like, I'm sorry I have to remind you Do you, you get free food at Taco Bell? It's, no, bitch. It's, it's one of these things where I'm not- I a, know. I'm not a product. <laughs> I'm not a product, but I do feel that, you know, like- if I, if I have to remind you that I love my job, but please pay me, you're in the wrong mindset. And I'm just trying to do my part. And I don't really feel like I struggle with that a lot. In fact, I mean, almost to the point where we're in such a comp complicated, pay blah, 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 complicated, complicated place in media where adult stars are media figures. They're not adult stars. They're not performers. Their work doesn't speak for itself. In fact, any artist out there, their work doesn't speak for itself. Lady Gaga has to hit the fucking road real hard, you know, just to get Joanne out, which was one of the most amazing albums out there, you know. And people, well, you know, it did well, but it didn't do as well. Because the mass the mass loves to see you rise, and then they love to see you fall down, well, because it's fun. Well, mm -hmm. I, Australia calls it tall poppy syndrome, and I get yeah. it, and I love it. But at the end of the day, you know, you set the bar to a certain level, and if it's really too high, then, you know, God help you. But, you know, my issue with it is that, you know, we need to start thinking about supporting and maintaining and you know there's enough to go around for everyone so to say i love to see the fall you know when britney shaved her head we all said fuck yeah you know but that's the wrong thread of thought and the adult industry is sort of like that they're uh, you know in a way are you know there are icons in the gay community and a lot of people have rallied against that i don't consider myself <laughs> one you know in fact i i struggle with being one because i don't think that that's correct but it is correct for as andrew christian said it's correct for the kid in the midwest who doesn't have anything else to, to see or know or somebody in a different country that's that's being exiled or could Precisely. possibly have their life on the line mm -hmm. for your own feelings that you can't control you weren't born this way we actually have a uh, a, a listener hello 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 how are you hello Hi, I'm doing good. Um, my name is Johnny. I'm from Anaheim, California. Hi, Charlie. Did you say Charlie? Uh, Johnny. 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 Same thing. Whatever. Hey, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Okay. Okay. Johnny. Mm, okay. Johnny. My question is for Brent Corrigan. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. So, Brent, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You were like the first porno I've ever seen, the first gay porno I've ever seen. It made me really so realize that so I was sorry. gay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fantastic. What's up? Okay, but my main question for you is what's next for Brent Corrigan? Because we've seen you do I porn to actually acting and now back to porn. So what's next for I, you? I, I never quit nothing. You know, I mean, wow, that was great English. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> That's going to be on a bumper sticker, Brent Corrigan. <laughs> I, I never, never quit, quit nothing. nothing. <laughs> right. But add a comma, bitch, to it. Never quit right. nothing, bitch. Bitch. Mm -hmm. right. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> then it's Leslie Jordan I, at that point. I actually point. prefer well, the there. C word. <laughs> um, right. I can't say it on air because it's a really bad one. No. Uh, no, no. Right. So, um... I thank you for asking because there's an article that Michael, Michael Musto wrote uh, a couple months ago about how to approach someone who's like somewhat of a public figure. I don't want to say the C word, the other C word, um, because I find it kind of crass and kind of not me. But the whole point was the great advice that he gave people was if you want to see someone on the street that you like have an exchange with that you know from either media or maybe porn or like a TV show or like he's a singer or she's a singer. Ask them, hey, I love your work. What's next? I can't wait. And that's how you get them to beam. Because it says, 
I've loved everything you've done. Maybe not everything, but I am so in support of what's coming next. I need to know. And that is gout that, that really spurs us and keeps us going. For me, what's next is a few things. I have a show called Next Top Bottom that I'm producing with my partner, uh, JJ Knight. It's a sort of an introspective, it's a dissection, a sort of a meditation, if you will, on being a media man as an adult performer um, because that's what we're asked to be now. And we're taking 12 contestants, some new, some old, some that are on the, they need a little bit of charm school, if you will. Sh and should I sign up, Brent? Uh, you know what? If you're willing to take uh, a big old D on. Oh, no, 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 no. But if you'd like to come and be some form of media uh, Could consultant. Could I be a judge? You can be a consultant because that's what these guys need, and that's what the show's about. It's not RuPaul's Drag Race for men who love men. It's actually, you know, who are men who just go and be media men. It's actually something else. It's about ushering in the next generation of successful adult stars. And after watching JJ climb so quickly and like watch, and it did learn, happen really fast, by right, the way. Right, and then watching, and then after what I know for thirteen years, I just absolutely can't wait to pass that information along and do it in a really interesting way, a really entertainment entertain entertainment based way and we've got two different sites we're doing ones that all the adult content that we're going to do for the show is going to be on one site so if you don't want to be kind of faced with some of that really uh, uh stark stark um uh, blatant imagery you can go to the other site where we kind of cover more of the polite and process and sort of like the mini challenges and things of of, of becoming the next top bottom. And as being, you know, I was given three-time best bottom. Uh, Gay Vien gave me it twice. Grabby's gave me it once. Uh, they just kind of gave me the Lifetime Achievement Award. I thought it was kind of premature. Um, and as, as with these 13 years, of, though, in the <laughs> industry is is not something to sniff at because people don't make it 13 I years. I have not done what this. I'm done with. I mean, I'm not, I haven't done it yet. And that's my thing is, like, I just need, I just want to do more. And I can't get enough i can't get enough work i can't get enough it's not about exposure i don't want anything i just want to actually make an impact and i'm tired of waiting around and i feel like today like people are so afraid to do something because no one pays for the things that we do therefore we're all wondering wondering if it's a good investment so my next investment in my time and energy and heart and soul and even my own money is going to be called next top bottom and if you're interested in being a part of it in any capacity you can email me you can find my email. It's posted on my Twitter page. But um, beyond that, Justin and I are also starting um, a company called Black Label. It's uh, uh, it's a talent. It's a whiskey, and I love it. No, no, oh, it's okay. separate. <laughs> All right. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's took it's, the words from my it's mouth. JJ and Corey. It's JJ and Brent's Black Label. It's basically uh, it's everything from content that will find you. You don't find it. We're not putting it on a site. It's not streaming. It's not anything other than you know. It's it's good content. Come right into it comes right into your inbox. You pay for it either in Venmo or otherwise, and um, it's everything that you think you get for free, but doesn't give you all the BS. It's you know it's viable. It's produced well. It's catching the shots, and it's also not going to give you a virus on your computer because those um, torrent sites give you lots all kinds of lots of viruses. Um, and on top of it, we're kind of using the content to push our new talent base because that's the name of our new talent company. It's called, um, what is it called, JJ? Tell Corrigan Knight, yeah. Yeah. So. And I love it. Thanks, thank JJ. That was thank nice you. simple. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Albert. Thank you, sir. Johnny. It was Johnny. It was Johnny. Yeah. Yes. Bye, Johnny. Oh, uh, Johnny. Have a good night, you guys. Thank Johnny, you wait, 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 Johnny. 
Johnny, actually, okay. you know, hey, sweetheart, okay. I got if, a DVD here. Um, if you want to get with the producer, I'll send you a DVD that's signed from both JJ and Oh, my I. God, what a huge gift. It's nothing at all. I appreciate your involvement. We just like people that actually do something. Pick up a phone. I was like, call to action. Just do We're going to have the producer grab your information, and I'll make sure it's sent out to you tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I did not expect it. <laughs> okay, Johnny, I'm, I'm going to put the tables on you. If you were to take Brent Corrigan... And JJ Knight on a date. Where would you take them? Gold. Oh, obviously Disneyland because it's right across the street from me. Well, obviously, and I love okay. it. I think that'd be a fun date. Yes, it would. Do they have alcohol there? Uh, I know where to get it, by the way. That's why. Okay. Only I, I think the mermaid I just grotto. It in, right, 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 right. Thank right. you, Henry, so much from Henry. Alcapulco. <laughs> it's Johnny. What up, Johnny. Johnny. Thank you. I'm the only we one. We love you. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. We love. Have a good night. Uh, Johnny. Have a good night, Johnny. You too. All right. Uh, we got this question also from people from the Iranian Persian community. You had to, you didn't even get time to assimilate, meaning you didn't get time to get used to the American culture, uh, food, music, taste, environment. How much do you miss of your, 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 your ethnicity, your family traditions? Here have a lot of Persian communities, so all same, nothing changed. Here have a Persian restaurants, like everything's same. Like even but I do love Shah Avis on Fairfax, <laughs> by the way. I go like once a week. Shah Avis, yes. Oh, my <laughs> I know that. Could we go? <laughs> yes, sure. Yeah, oh, and we okay. can go much better one. Uh, yes. Yes. On the west side. In, yes, in around here, close by. We know. Yeah. <laughs> but we know, but there, there's still this culture assimilation. What was one of the biggest American culture things that was the most shocking or hardest to get used to? For me, I don't remember that much things from Iran because when I was going to be no, I left the country. So well, I you were 18, though. But 18, you know, but before 18, back in the home, you're like a kid. Like, you're in home, you go with the families, like... Sheltered, kind of, huh? responsibility. Was you, like, sheltered back then when you were in home? Is it more sheltered? Sheltered. Like, sheltered, like, kind of isolated? Can you understand? It, w it was like all about family and like nothing else. Like not much to do uh, with the world. Not not really no. because family wants to be you doing something different, you know. But yeah. it's all about the governments that make everything's like very complicated. Like gotcha. everything's like different. Difficult. Now, is the Persian community in the U.S. more gay friendly? Yeah, because they're are. able to be open. Do you think the Persian uh, community back home is open to gayness, but they're being told to not be open? Th this is uh, maybe surprise all of you, but. Back in the home in Middle East, gay cultures come from long, long, long time ago, like one of the cultures. Most people fine, but, you know, government and religious people is not fine. But most in Persian people, which is in Iran, mm -hmm. out of Iran, here or everywhere, that's okay because who left, the, who left Iran, who left the country, left the country for some reason. And most is mm -hmm. similar. So we have no problem in outdoor. So this is a hot topic. It's a hot button. What do you think of immigration? Should we just allow everybody? What do you think of current immigration bans? I think um, immigration bans doing doing uh, very good because before I used to live illegally in Turkey. So I know when you're living as illegal, you're not happy at all. You leave for I wasn't living in America, but other country. But you live, but you're not happy. But mm. you get it when you become illegal. You, you feel, oh, it's up so bad. I'm now I'm legal. I'm doing this. But always I say, I was stuck in Turkey for three years to become America. Mm -hmm. So if you really want it, if you, if you, you know, you can handle it, go for it. 
If you know you're gonna stay one year, two years, then give up and come back. But no, I I get what. So I how how did you meet this one? Actually, uh, I met him in the. I met him. Party? I met him at at White, White Party yeah. in Palm Springs, oh, where well, he was surprise. where he was go go <laughs> dancing, and nothing, I was like, nothing White Party. No, no, no. We met and it was at a private party. Yeah, in a private party. Yep. In Palm I, I, Springs. I went with the, one of the friends and meet there. But before, I, it was so interesting. Before I was meet Kim him. Was Kim Zolziak singing? Before I meet him. Yeah, oh, before, before I meet him in person, who's like Andrew Christian, before I meet him, I shake mm-hmm. his hand. Like four days before, I was applied for contesting for uh, Oh, how funny. So, yes. And I was like, I, I live in Dallas. Nobody helped me. I lifting hard. Like, you know, like I have a lot of energy hoping I want to do something. I ask other like porn stars, friends, hey, can you? Nobody respond me. And then I had email. Did you for send somebody. photos? <laughs> yes, for contests, you have to send <laughs> Right. No, I just mean like when you ask. I said, no, <laughs> the, the back to there that I mailed, I sent email for white party. I want a job like that. Exactly. I want to So job. you were hustling and I working said. and working, and that's what it takes. And in, in in any facet of the entertainment industry, you can't just sit and wait it uh, wait you for it to happen. Sit down you have to and it'll never happen. happen. You yeah. have to work hard. I you know, you and I love that. Good, and you can like you know, doing your best. You know. I started go go dancing. Remember that? I didn't I think that's how I started. Okay, yes, that's I get, how I, get, I started. Yeah, I'd like my yeah. money back, please. I <laughs> interject. I want to interject. Like for those of you out there who are looking for jobs, and you are talent and you've got the, all the heart and soul and, and, and actually what it takes and if you find you're not getting answers don't give up and in fact say send the photos, send the information be consistent and if you have to say I'm willing to get on like uh, a FaceTime call or a Skype call or whatever it takes for you to see that I'm not going to waste your time you know, they need to see you. Brent, I've sent so many pictures I haven't heard back but you, <laughs> you know it's, it's a little bit does take time because when I, I say when I was moved to Dallas, I came with three hundred dollar, three hundred dollar, nothing more. I don't know nobody. I never danced before. I never been to like even strip gay club. You know, I never been. All my friends, hey, you have to be do a dance. Go have done. Yeah. I, I tried. Well, a lot of money. Okay, good. Keep going. But I didn't want to be dancer or stripper in the corner of the club. Not for right. no. I worked much better. I I did a lot of things. I lived hard. I you know I. I came to America not for go-go dance. I came to much, much better I want, which is I have to thank Andrew Chris and give me that opportunity because I'm really happy with the, what I'm doing right now. And let's take a little look at one of your photo shoots uh, from Andrew Christian. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's take a look. We had to blur some things out, but that's okay. <laughs> and it looks like fun on every photo shoot, by the way. Yes, I have a lot of fun. I love the colors from Andrew Christian. Every video has a different color thing. Yes, yes. Sometimes complex for us, but we like. I'm just glad really, you had to blur out that out. I know it's. You can't work. even see anything. Well, that yes. We love Topher. Topher was on the show. Not one hair in sight. There's not even nose hair there. I wonder whose that is. Is that <laughs> his own? <laughs> I know how dirty Topher is. He's in shower. 
But it seems, Andrew, that like every one of your photo shoots has just have a positive energy. And Brent, you did that Farmer Boy one, which I've watched many, I, many I, times. We were a little bit more than far- oh, whatever. Yeah, a rat, a rat is just such a few. Like, yeah, but I mean, I think what he's doing like these days, like they're even next level, next leveling it. I mean, it's is way better than like my era, like when I was there, like running around jock straps on a farm. Like, <laughs> it, no, because it was sexy and it was it was artistic. I mean, Arad is such a pleasure to work with. He's he's one of our top models now, and he always he shows up on time, except for today. Was well, other not his black fault. He never front. complains. I, he, he <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I was like, "Nice car. No what do you want me to do with right it?" In. Yeah, you were blocked in by a Maserati. I want to be blocked in by a Maserati. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just a genuine pleasure to be around. So I think that's part of his success. People want to be around him. People want to work with him. And he helps you achieve your your artistic vision for the project you're working on. The, one of the things I like about Andrew Christian, you know, not not just because he's right there, no, but his house, you know, and the pool, uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> I don't speak when I go to venue. I don't basically. I just go like this, mm-hmm. go in, and might maybe dance a little bit. That's all. But still. Gigs after gigs, gigs after gigs. You know, represent the company. So it has given me like. More energy to lifting hard, like have respect more fans, like stay my gigs better, stay with more positive energy. So, like, energy. W- we book out the models almost every weekend at different venues around yeah. the U.S. and different countries, and it keeps them busy and keeps them. Well, I have to say, Iran, I first met you at Queen Mary Overboard Party, which I I'm glad to announce this next year. Uh, their headliner is Mr. Scott Cruz, by the way. Mm. Yeah. But I met you, yeah. and I didn't even realize that you were on stage because we were like kind of yeah, backstage, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were so nice and so sweet. I'm like, God, he's really cute. I, I you know, I, I wonder what he's all about. And I was like, Oh my God, it's a rod. <laughs> but I, it just, it was so, it was just. You I, know. I'm really not just again. I say not just here. Past life teach me be nice, smile. You know, stay positive. Like because who's comes to you, even maybe bother you, maybe touch some private place or you don't like it. Right. But end of the night, he like you because if I'm in person. I don't look at the some people face if I don't like it. Like, I don't know you. So, anyways, take take step on me or whatever. I think I it teaches like you, that. like honestly, um, a tremendous amount of patience and understanding and acceptance. And the thing is, like, when you can when you can be polite and and totally approachable and accessible, despite someone who might be coming at you and that like visually make you a little uncomfortable. Like what I find is like if you just humble yourself and relax yourself for a moment and you just just let just be with them for a bit, you're gonna find that those people and whatever they have to say and do with you, provided that you you demand or request respect, that you're gonna have a tremendous amazing exchange yeah. with them you're gonna figure out you know, they're the real on. fans they're the real but, viewers yeah. they're and the real people that I believe, matter i believe and that. they're gonna remember that from for years for, for long time they'll be your core 1000 that will go to bat when people are t- putting you down they're gonna be the people that will be there first to lift you right back up and if you don't take the time to do that because not only is it good for you it's good for them yeah then you're not gonna have any of that and you'll be very long. But this goes in mainstream media as well. You know, uh, we have amazing stars. Some of them act like real people and some of them act like assholes. <laughs> what, I, what I find from having people on the show, D-list celebrities have such a big idea of, of themselves. You guys are like the top names in your industry. And so you have to act like a legend. You have to act a little nicer. Professional. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we should be definitely always 
always friendly. Uh, I just want to say, like, the drive-by photo, not so good. Like, just say hello, hi. We, can we take a quick photo? Like, okay, of course, but never, And not ever, to grab. Never, ever drive by and do the click. Yeah, but, you know, if you're really good at what you do, I think that you don't really look for that stardom. You're not, like, saying... You, you're polite because you're good at what you do, and that's what makes someone a real star. I think if you're D-list, you're kind of somewhat okay. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you they crave that attention more. I think what, you know what, what really brings someone to the next place in the world who actually make people want to go to bat for you, again, is people who are engaged hmm. and do it the right way. I think we have a listener call. Hello. Hi, Alexander. It's Clarence. Hi, Clarence. How Clarence. are you? Clarence. Hey. What's up, Clarence? Hi, Andrew. Hi, Arad. Hi, Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? We're Good, great. Clarence. How are you? Good. Perfectly yummy. Well, I want to say thank you for mentioning me last week, even though last call didn't work last week. But, Alexander, thank you, including Stephen Dollar, for mentioning me, including... Uh, Ray Latrang, who I love, and Marco Marco. But here's the thing. I want to thank Andrew Christian and the models for liking my article ever since National Coming Out Day last week because it's truly an honor for what you said to me. And I got to say, in honor of LGBTQ History Month, I want to say thank you. It's really an honor. Well, Clarence, we love that you're a follower. We love that you follow us all, and you give us so much inspiration. So much inspiration. Uh, from the autistic world to the sports world to the LGBT world. We love you, Clarence. Um, Clarence, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a copy of my book, a signed copy, Sex, Power, Freedom. So uh, I'll DM you. <laughs> Clarence, and get he's that sending the $300 version of the book, by the way. It's shiny. Oh, I was only for a gift card, but okay. <laughs> oh, he'll okay. do that too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I th- I think it's a good. Well, I, oh I, yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Um, this Thursday marks Spirit Day because the organization I'm helping with called Glad that's G L A A D. Um, they're helping promote LGBTQ youth against bullying because I thought if any of you want to take the pledge before Thursday comes, just go to Glad's uh, official website on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Take the pledge. You can change your profile pic to purple, and that way we can all promote uh, help LGBTQ youth against bullying because I think it's best we take our part to commemorate this month because we all need to take the pledge, right? Very well said. Thank you, Clarence, so much, and we love you. Um, Thank you for being a supporter of the show. Thank you for being a supporter of everybody. And you're going to get that gift card (laughs) and book. Yes? Yeah, I, I gave him a gift card, I think, last month. Oh, Clarence, don't be yeah. greedy. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm it's not. all joking. Anyway, thank you for keeping Mama Rose a he company on his boy. in and the like chat room. Got, yes. he's got, now he's got, he needs something for himself. <laughs> Good night, Clarence. No thank you so much. Oh, that was so abrupt. <laughs> yeah, that was so abrupt. <laughs> Clarence, <laughs> we love you. We, we, we love you. <laughs> um, okay, so it comes time. Uh... You guys are a couple. We got so many questions about couple things, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. No, we can do it. I mean, no, 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 no. I have something better. Okay. I want you to point to yourself or to the person next to you as to who this applies to. Oh, God. Are you ready? And it has trouble. to happen rapid. Okay. God. Are you fast enough, honey? There you go. Ready? Mm. Worst driver. Oh, both did it. I could drive uh, a tractor within terrible. six inches of a rail on a racetrack with an implement behind me all, ra- all the way around for a mile and not hit that sucker. All right. Uh, yeah, I my poor Mustang's got, so, got a few dents. I didn't do it. That one. I didn't do it. I Who has it. the worst voice in the shower? 
<gasps> he was in a musical. I, I, did you hear you me sing? Just, it was terrible. Like, I don't even know. Like it wasn't I, was, the bad. I didn't pick that clip. It was so bad. I mean, Who's the cheapest? Fucking him. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> oh! Dead eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude. Wow. What does Dolly say? I'm saving. It takes a lot to look this cheap. I'll tell you. Yes. What. Oh fuck. Excuse uh, me. Best cook. I don't know. You're getting good. Oh, he makes more. Good. He makes more of the interesting meals. I can make the basic stuff. Well, then get it from the south, so we always make everything basic. Right. Down no, there, he's so. his timing is so good. Like hmm. he quick within a couple months. Like uh, I don't even have this. I actually don't focus well. So there you go. Uh, who's the messiest at home? Oh, that was without <laughs> question, Brent. Uh, most likely to be late. A rod. <laughs> he's not even. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> not even yeah, a part yeah, of relationship. I just, I just still think about like, that one for a second. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, they no, both I'm disagree. I'm cold. No, I'm, I'm totally always late. In fact, he actually, I made a point of being like 30 minutes early, and I was still right on 20 time. Because you said, I'll right, be there right. at 6. I was here at 5 just to wait for you. We walked out the door at 6. Right. Yes. Right. That's still better than uh, Who takes more time getting ready? Fuck you. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, most likely to say sorry first. Oh, I, oh! You no, guys disagreed. No, no. no because I'm wrong most. For that later. I am wrong most. I'm uh, like, I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll give him that. Okay, one. Yes. right. He, he, uh, he does come back and say sorry. How many times I apologize because I fuck up a lot. Who's the most romantic? Yeah, I guess you. You. He. He's the one that lights the candles. He tries. He sets the There's mood. There's more to life than candles, honey. Well, yeah, but I'm not set, set candles go mood, a long way. I'm. I'm. I keep, I keep dropping a hint. Like what's really, really romantic is him buying me a new horse, but he doesn't keep keep using it. That's like a six thousand dollar romance. I just want a baby. It's like two. It's romance like two. should not be dependent on money. I'm no, just putting that out there. But when the horse is for him, so we can ride out bareback in the sunset, that's romantic, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean like that, okay? Yes. Who gives the worst gifts? He does. No. Oh, you both agreed. So what is He's one of the cheap. worst gifts? <laughs> He's cheap. But sometimes, oh, can, Actually, can I say, can hold, I say for on. my best friend Keep Thomas, back. it was the anniversary for paper. <laughs> he gives his ex-boyfriend a paperback book. Anniversary for paper? And then, oh, hardcover, all right, but it was paper. His boyfriend sends over a two-week trip to Europe. And five star hotel. You're like, this is just the precursor. I wrote oh. my notes on the back. And hold no, on. No, he was fine. Oh, poor Max. W worst gift, really? The person who, uh, what was those Kyle Chan necklaces that I got with our initials on it in diamonds? I so am not that kind gift? of person. I am not the kind of person who saying, wants diamonds. Say, I'm just saying. Uh, well, he can't even gift. remember to wear his gauges. How is he going to wear diamonds? Right. Like, right. do you why. see me wearing jewelry? That's a worst gift. When you buy a cheap man an expensive gift, <laughs> I like it, so right. I was like, no, I, I, I'm never impressed by money gifts. Yours. I'm more impressed yeah. by thoughtful gifts. Uh, absolutely. Precisely. Like for I Christmas, I'm buying you a tuba. And I that's all there is. I love that. I would I, love it. I, what I love about him is he's really practical, which means, like, even when I was trying to throw him a birthday party and I was trying to do it, like, with restraint, which is. Like, I wasn't hard, invited, by the way. That was very hard. I didn't, we didn't we do it. He wouldn't let me do it. That's the problem. We needed to save money. Why would I want a birthday party? It doesn't matter. I mean, it was, you know, it's just people turning, bring you gifts. He was turning I have four birthdays a month just 30. to pay rent, just the so you know. The last thing I want to do right. is celebrate. I love you, <laughs> Gogo's, for birthday, by the way. It's my birthday. I want to celebrate. Bitch, raise your own money. What? It's tough raising your own money. Who snores the loudest? <sighs> that one. Both agree. Okay. <laughs> Who eats the most junk food? That one. <laughs> Who has the worst taste in movies and you just have to sit and watch them? 
You both agree. That. What What's one of the worst movies that you've had to sit through? He's been working his way through Smallville. It's not a movie, but I think there's like 13 there's seasons. But it's seasons Tom Wellingville or whatever his name is. Wellington. Welling, 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 Welling. I'll sit through any oh, episode here. Right. He's too sexy. Yeah. He, he, he was, you know, nice. I don't know. I get, I get stuck on a show. I've seen all of them. I have all the all the things, but sometimes you just want to binge, binge watch. watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm binge, with him on that he's one. He's stuck on it. Like I'm, I've been, tr- I've been working my way through Handmaid's Tale, and it's taken me weeks. Okay. I heard it's so good, and I haven't seen it's it so because I, I just love the depth. And, oh, it's so good. And, and it's like it reminds us like where we are right now. Six Feet Under is still my favorite show of all time, and I could watch it four or five times. It changes my life There's, every time. Right. And but I, worst movie, I took him to see Girls Trip, and he hated it. I laughed. I, I would hate right. you for my life if you took me to that. It right. was so Ooh. funny. It was I, so I just, funny. I don't, I don't care how handsome I you are. You take that Girls underst- Trip, you're dead to me. I will never understand what are you, Helen why Keller? gay men seem to like immediately click into the like, black woman shit. Like, excuse me, like, like, like the, the Tyler humor. Perry genre, right? <laughs> because you're not from Memphis, right? Well, that's true, but I see this, you know, in West Hollywood a lot. And as much as I think it's funny to hear it come out of their mouth, like it's like the drag queen thing. These drag queens are great; they're amazing; they're original, and then they all perpetuate the same one-liners. And you're like, I do agree with that. And I think drag queens need to start singing with their real voices. I don't want to pay somebody to lip sync. I lip sync myself in the shower. I, I could do it. All, all, right. well, they should all be required to do one round of creative. Rod, could costuming. you sing? I want a rod oh. to release like just a rap where you just go, yeah, yo, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just grunt. Adam in the house. Yeah. Right. Just actually, yeah. just talk. Just talk to a beat. Anyway, uh, Renzo is listening right now from Peru, and he wants us to say saludos para Peru and uh, and yeah. Muchas gracias, amigo. Oh, okay. Do you speak Spanish? In Poco. In Poco. Sometimes. Yeah. So you he speak. Lived in, he lived in Texas. In Poquito. He lives in California. That's racist, Andrew Christian. They're white people. I speak Farsi, Turkey, Arabic, Urdu, Germany, and a little bit of Spanish and a little bit of English. I'm going back to Five, school. Five, six. I'm going back to school. Jedi. You can talk. You can say anything you want. Edem Mubarak. I speak Spanish. Oh, yes. What was that? I don't know when he said back to me, but. What language? That's Farsi. Is it Farsi? When I lived in Orange County, I was taken as a Persian, which I think is a huge compliment because the best parties, six hour receptions. Lots of blow. And they just put. Sorry. How are Persian people so fat and they do so much cocaine? But there was open bottles on, and it was six hour. Anyway. All is shut. Shot. But who was that? Who just who was that? Kubadet, Pablo, Tariq. Who texted? Who was that? From Are Peru. From Peru. Oh. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Peru. Machu Picchu. Um, Peru Pikachu. Yeah. Arad, we also got so many emails saying thank you for sharing your story because leaving everything behind. I think the younger generation, and I hate to be the old man here, has it very easy. Coming out is different than a lot of people had. We think that yes. in the U.S. Because we, I was just gonna say, right? You, it's yeah. not like that in the rest of the world. And you know what? Right. Let's just hope. Let's just hope to God I can say that because you know we have to believe in something. I don't know if it's God with a lowercase g, but you know, in the end, we feel like we have it so good, and we don't. We, we don't know what it's like anywhere else. That's a that's a very big thing. We don't know. The majority of us don't know what it's like to be homeless because of who we love. You cannot choose who you love. You know, I love this color. I don't love this color. In terms of black or red, that's who you are. Anyway, we're we're not getting uh, emotional. Yeah, uh, but Arad, but I, I I need you to know how many people you've helped uh, go through their own coming out story. How many maybe lives you've saved with people like yeah, I can endure this. And 
this is my message. My mom, you know how close my mom and I are? Rest of the family can go F themselves. Family does not mean the end all be all. Your friends can be your family. Absolutely. And sometimes they'll be there more than your own family. Agreed. So if yep. you're living in a small town, because we get emails from every small town, don't, like you said, don't give up hope. And uh, let your friends be your family. Right. Family I think I think is, all of us is the, just a name. I think all of us in the gay community can like totally relate to that. One know? of the amazing things right. about going into this latest like political environment is that you know we were all really complacent. We still are, but you know I'm hoping that what is coming out of it is that we are less complacent. I don't know. And we'll go to every opening at the Abbey, but we won't go vote. We. That's not my right. we. I'm not part of that we. Oh, I'm not. Brent but it's, it's, it's a stereotype. <laughs> Brent Corgan will school you. Even if I was asleep, you'd still school me. I'm sorry. I had to drop one everywhere. <laughs> That's what I live with. I love you. Uh-huh. Uh, you're a firecracker. Me? Yeah. It's yeah, you are. And you guys have to drive to Yucca Valley after this, right? Oh, I'm yeah, not, oh wait. I have to drive. Wait, I have to stop. Yeah, you should stop. It looks like <laughs> I'm driving. Yeah. All right. So we, we do a really fun uh, conclusion segment where we do rapid fire for our guests. Oh, God. Who wants to go first? It's very simple questions. It's not like... Why Why me? Because you need to say more. And uh, JJ, I have I'm to sorry. say, you're the most secret. Nobody knows where you come from. Nobody knows. Man, you are so secret. Even your interviews are like... Sometimes yes, I wonder if he's like truly... Sometimes I look at him like, I don't even know who you are. Right, I know who you are because, you know, we just... Well, uh, like, you guys know who <laughs> each other are. It's the southern... It's the southern quiet humbleness well, that I try t- to keep everything. Every uh, southern guy I dated is like that. Always like reserved, kind of like don't talk, you know, don't tell. Just very Which I understand, humble. but like... I I, have n- I know nothing about you. Well, in ter- I don't think I've kept everything a secret. Most people know where I'm from. Um, Memphis. Yeah, I was a f- I was a fraternity guy. I technically came out to my family in November of this past year. My and parents. then a month Wait later, a he brought me home. Yes. See, nobody knows that. That's yeah. pretty late was, in your career, right? It was. Wow. It was November. So my parents thought. And your gay well, cousin was like, I knew. Yeah, no, his sister, Mormon cousin. Yeah, Mormon. It's a, it's a long story, but I Mormons are the best in bed. I hate to say it. Uh, well, I'm what sure. what is Mormons, the country no. song? The crazy you are, the crazy you are in bed. What is it? Who sings no, I don't that know. I can't. I mean, every time she say, sings that line, I'm like, mm-hmm. unless their voices are giving you tips, and then that's not fun. Yeah, right. no. So I just, yeah, family knows now. Everybody knows. They know I do porn. They're and how do they feel about that? I mean, they're southern parents. They're never gonna like it, but they're gonna accept it because they have no option. The faces. And when you buy them a car is. and all this, then they're gonna be like, uh, no, he won't be buying no one a car. I was gonna say, oh. I want a car before they get a car. Yeah. <laughs> I got enough money of their own. I can't I, wait for this engagement party, by the way. <laughs> I mean, at least family. So okay, with the car. <laughs> no. Does it really seem like that? Fuck, we're screwed. No, it's <laughs> cute, and it's like, yes. It's real now. So you're going first with the rapid fire, so you. Uh, okay, I'm going first. Print. If you owned a taco truck, what would you name it? Suck an ugly dick. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of uh, taco <laughs> eating people, too. Right, uh, right. If you could have drinks with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Leonardo da Vinci. This is a this is a, a B. What what would you ask him? I would ask him how it was to be gay in the 1700s. Interesting. Uh, what is the worst fashion trend that you fell victim to? This Besides hair. your gauges. <laughs> I mean this hair. I <laughs> no, think your hair know. is wonderful. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, let's see. I'm trying to recall. Your blonde hair. Uh, yeah. Once I had this like sweeping beaver situation going on, pre beaver, and then I dyed it blonde. 
but you said the fashion. Obviously, he was watching your films. <laughs> um, yeah, I sure hope not, because he probably would have been about 10. <laughs> <laughs> what are your on-set personal must-haves? And I don't mean, oh, tissue and lube and lotion. Your personal keepsakes that are near and dear to you. I need to know pre-production. I need to know that it's organized and that the, you know, we're going and it's no, going to no, happen. The objects that you take with you. No, well, I take with me. Uh, I need. We do our own makeup at Falcon. Um, they don't uh, provide that. They make so much money they can't provide hair and makeup. Um, and you guys are. I don't want to get into those kinds of conversations because that could be bad at this in this state. Um, you know, like they're amazing. They provide a consistency that almost no other set does. But you know, the struggle I have with them oftentimes is that you know you just there's a, a formulaic quality that I never believed in when it came to porn and when faced with the opportunity to kind of shake things up a little bit but still get a viable product they seem like shut down and glazed over so that's the only thing I can say the only thing I can say that is critical constructively of Falcon but the thing I need on set every day is a co-star that's engaged hmm. who really wants to be there for reasons other than money and I need someone who actually is gonna look me in the face, in the eyes, and say hello in the morning, and not act like they don't know who they are, and they don't know who I am, and they don't know why we're there. Like sometimes it takes like fucking 45 minutes for someone that's gonna stick their dick in your butt, excuse me, oh, to okay. say hello. I thought oh. this was rep fire right. questions here. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is part of business. This is the that's new spin-off show. With a, a good co-star, how's that yeah. answer? Love it. Uh, movie, you wish you could go back in time and be that actor. Or actress, actually. Donnie Darko. I could totally see you in Donnie Darko because we actually have a clip from uh, a film you did that you were kind of dark in. I produced this film. It's called Truth. Can, can we take a, a quick look? I'm very proud of this film, and it Cri did not get much uh, Chris attention. is ready to just get in his car and, right. and go to a strip club. It's right. I would go with you, but you don't. <laughs> oh, this is from something else. It's from Dark Place, right? No. Can you tell Porter me about Jeremy Dorian? No, I don't want to talk about Jeremy. Jeremy? Gentlemen always bring flowers on a first date. I'm not used to guys being so nice to me. <laughs> Why am I so nervous? shake this feeling of being abandoned. Why am I still here? You waived your right to an attorney. We need to find out what happened. You have an acute reaction. All right, so this is this is a little Did look at one of your wrong? mainstream. Did I do something wrong? No, no, we're good, we're good. Uh, you know, I almost said no to it because, you know, putting me in a jumpsuit and uh, cuffs was tough because this is only about two years after, less than. Uh, Brian's death and the investigation and the murder trial and you know there was stabbing and there was all kinds of things that were a part of the film that I had the the ability to change but chose not to as a producer because um, I wanted to use it 
raw, um, it's what you do. You find a place of stakes and the true stakes as an actor, especially if you're new, you need to connect with your material always. And um, I connected really well with this content and it caused a lot of trouble in my life. And I'm really proud and very, uh, it's amazing. It was amazing. But it also, you know, created a certain amount of, I don't think I went on to do any more acting after this. That's very weird to me because you're acting, uh, you've been in like big gay uh, movie, whatever. Your acting is so good. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, the thing too is like I didn't have, uh, I had a really low self esteem. Uh, I still do. <laughs> um, That's so weird to hear, honestly. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's so normal weird. in the gay community, it's normal in the gay, the gay porn industry. Um, the issue I have is, is that with, with this is that um, I, um, I found that when I set out to prove that I had more to offer than just my skin and my body, that there were very few people to answer the call. And it's like, it goes against the things that I now know as a 31-year-old man, uh, but as a 25-year-old trying to do something else with my life, I found that very few people wanted me to do anything else. And I also found a lot more exploitation exploitation of people in non-porn media in Hollywood who were gay, who didn't really mean to help, but also they kind of hid behind their jobs and said they would help. I struggled with that. And I, I, I just wouldn't go to auditions. I wouldn't, like work through it, I wouldn't push through it, and I didn't find a whole lot of support. And I did that for f almost four years. I didn't this do any This is like porn. a whole different episode. This is like, like the Harvey Weinstein is coming out, you know? We're all this finding is, this. This, this is, is why awful. I struggled to come back to Los Angeles and California after living two years in the Southwest as a horse trainer, um, running racetracks with my partner who I was very much um, in love with and it ended and the thing is like out there is where I found myself I never found myself in media and that's the most important thing is like you must find yourself as you find your talent if you don't do both simultaneously in some capacity you're not going to do well and you're going to struggle and when the things get when they get really serious if you don't have something that's just you uniquely you to fall back on God help you You've turned rapid fire into uh, <laughs> oh an my open god! Show. Right, let's ruin. Like, let's move on. Like, right. I'm totally joking. I don't mean to demean anything that you say. Right, right. I love you, Brett. My my partner's every here time going, we ah. text. I'm like, hey, want to grab Taco Bell? And you're like, Taco Bell's responsible for the following atrocities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spit on your mic. No, I'm gonna spit on your mic. <laughs> no. I love you, Brett Corgan. You know that, but I'm so serious. You can't just say, hey, girl. He's like. Girl means an offensive term that's now being... <laughs> Lena Dunham just texted me about it. Girl. <laughs> okay, girl. who's next with... Girl, fire? girl. <laughs> JJ, all right. I just dribbled a little. JJ, go first. Okay, JJ goes first. No, 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 no. That, that's not okay. That's not okay. Now you he's are so protective. I am protective because now he's against okay, me. I go he's first. like twice yeah, go the tallest I go of first. you. I think he can Bossy handle bottom. it. Bossy <laughs> bottom. Come on. Oh, you have no idea. Ooh. No idea. Ooh. All right. I go first. Yes. If you could have drinks with anybody in the world, living or dead, who would you have drinks with? My father. He dead. I never see him. I don't know him. We're not making this such a happy. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. rapid fire is supposed to be like the last minute happiness. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing, I, I but so no, but that's yeah. that's beautiful. Uh, sometimes um, I say, you know, maybe I, I, my father alive. I, I never be here. I sit. I'm not be here and sit this hmm. So everything's for a reason. So what's one sentence you would say? This is a, this is not part of the rapid fire. What is one sentence you would say to him? 
Who are you? Who? Like, know him from him. This show has turned into like <laughs> fun and games to like <laughs> reality. Who are you? It's your new thing. It's, you know, Trump era. You need to, like, you know. Um, so we know who certain people have played us in a film. Um, who would you who would you want to play you in a film about your life uh, from the past, from in the mountains, in Turkey, in jail? Who would you want to play you? Any actor. Mil Gibson. Oh, <laughs> oh he'd be all around that. <laughs> he'd, be, I'd be, he'd do better than me, Mil Gibson, the bald head, right? Mm, uh, well, got racism. Uh, your favorite racism? <laughs> He's very racist. Is he? I didn't, I didn't know he was racist. Am I missing Have you something? lived under a rock? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I didn't know that. I've been under a rock, probably. Under the rocks. Mel Gibson That's is the most show. racist person we've ever had I in never, our entire life. I never He's the that. Trump of Hollywood. Mm. Arad, your favorite cocktail. I never knew that. That if somebody say, hey, I bought you a cocktail, you would you would just always drink that. Moscow meal or margarita? A Moscow mule? Mm. I love it, Mar- margarita. God damn, you, you should just be in the cast of Sex in the City. You should take <laughs> over for... <laughs> We'll you drink know? mules instead. That's <laughs> the that's the most feminine drink. Moscow mm, mule. Mm. I'm, I'm no. Okay, I'm not drinking. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, so you're not a big drinker. You just drink half I'm my bottle you, of vodka. One. Your least favorite singer ever. When uh, you hear this voice, you're just ugh. I do. I do like. Uh, not not favorite or favorite. Least favorite. Least favorite. Like ugh. Like you don't like you don't cringe like. to cringe worthy. I don't know because I don't listen if I don't like music. <laughs> 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 Arad is so PC and he's just so literal. It's just so funny. The so funny. Um, okay, then. Um, <laughs> who's I your favorite like singer then? <laughs> that you hear this voice and you just get happy. I do like Enrico, Ricky, or, you know, like a lot other, like DJ Khaled. I like DJs. Hmm. Yeah. I like a uh, spoon dog, raps, uh, West Coast rappers. I see you more of that. <laughs> West Coast yeah. rappers. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. My my car is a must play Econ rapper. Econ. Well, you sent me Icon. pictures of Econ. Econ. Exactly. Econ. Okay. Yeah, one of my favorites. Econ. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So Brent, that was back to you. What? Oh, we already did it. Right. I'm just going through the outline. We've already left. I'm done. I'm already done. You guys, this show has been all (laughs) over the map. Uh, Brent, where can our listeners find you? Uh, You know what? I am mostly on social media these days, unfortunately. Um, It's uh, twitter.com forward slash Brent Corrigan. I'm, like, really active. I'm a big Twitter proponent. Um, I just love that they, they don't have a problem with me being who I am. I can put up any kind of thing, and they're just into it. Uh, Tumblr. Um, it's uh, tumblr.com forward slash the real Brent Corrigan. Um, and then we have a but my 31st cam show, my 31st birthday cam show is on the 21st with JJ and Pierce Paris. That you have to go to Chatterbait for. That's chatterbait.com forward slash the new the Brent, Brent Corrigan. With that sexy voice, can you do the biography of my life? <laughs> like on the audiobook? Are, are you going to give my me... My name's Alexander, and I was born in OC. <laughs> do I have to really <laughs> slow down? I, uh, believe me, like I'm that? not slow. <laughs> can you talk like that the entire 
No, because I, I can't so. get enough out fast enough. Yep, there it is. <laughs> JJ, <laughs> where can our listeners find you? Uh, yeah, Twitter.com slash JJ Knight Triple X. P.S. You're nowhere to be found on Instagram. Yep. That's, that's on purpose. That is actually... How can I tag you for this amazing well, award-winning show? They don't like adult stars. Hold on. No. Back <laughs> off the mic and let me talk. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. I was actually, there it goes. There it goes. Somebody's was, bad gift just got rescinded. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Instagram and had over 25,000 followers, and I logged on uh, the next day, and my account was completely gone. <coughs> Not there anymore. Jealousy haters. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem so is bad. it's owned by Facebook, and they just don't let us, the people who do what we do, be ourselves. But I stayed within the guidelines. There weren't any photos that show anything that weren't supposed to be shown. But I feel That's like Instagram's a lot more strict than Facebook is. Possibly. Even though it's the same company. I've never been on there. Everybody ever. says Facebook is dead, and I see my interaction on Facebook is dead. It's like really people dead. are still checking it every day. They're just not pressing like yeah. or I, interact. People yeah. are still watching Facebook. Facebook curious. is not dead. I've made mm-hmm. a pact with myself Perfect. that it's going to be three years, and in three years, I plan on phasing out all social media entirely on all levels. If you want to get to know me and be connected with me, and if we're still online, then you buy need you to a come horse. My, no, you need to come to my website, thenewbrentcorgan.com. There's no website. Thenewbrentcorgan.com. It's not even up. The whole point is that people don't hey, follow we, a link. We, uh, sorry, I we went on tangent. Brent, everything with you was like, it's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> the issue I have is he like speaks in the, sentences. The, the no, inter- but I love it. The but internet it's is is inundating. Therefore, I can't just ask you a question. I'm JJ, glad it's not, I'm glad when it's you not ask me. him what he wants to eat for dinner, is it is it this? It's well, you know, the Chinese <laughs> culture came to our nation, and they started opening restaurants. Uh, around. Uh, he had to go into a long spiel today. I said, what do you want for lunch? That's because we had chicken breast and steak last <laughs> night. He wanted to go into, how would you feel about marinara sauce with your chicken on top of a bed of rice? I'm like, I'm good with heating up the chicken breast, cooking some rice, and having some corn. I'm good. That's called a lean cuisine. Uh, well, that's it's well. called fucking boring. <laughs> I, Excuse me. Sorry, it is language. quick, quick he's, and easy. He's a lot. Uh-huh. And I love Arad. Where can our <laughs> listeners find you? I'm in uh, Instagram, Twitter, and the Christian website. All over. Google me. You can find me. Oh yes. <laughs> if I Google you, which <laughs> how do you spell your name? We need to spell your name. How do you spell your name? A R A D W I N W I N. Why the two okay. wins? Win you have to win twice. You've already won. Because I I believe if I'm I believe in group work. I believe in teamwork. Like. Win-win. If I'm winning, he's winning. If he's winning, I win. What the? Nobody's ever heard that from you. That's beautiful. I believe in win-win. I don't believe in just one win. So That's good. I keep going with win He's such a gentleman. (laughs) Sexy, too. Uh. (laughs) I think he's the fan favorite, like, in the room, actually. (laughs) What? Oh, sorry. We're all fan favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Christian on Facebook, um, Twitter, Snapchat, Andrew Christian, INTL on Instagram. Everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. <laughs> Global. Oh, uh, the Scott Cruz ad. I, I always screw this up. I think Twitter. <laughs> no, wait, is it? Instagram? It's the Scott Cruz. <laughs> Instagram. And uh, Scott Cruz official on Facebook. And, and Scott Cruz on iTunes, too. That's the most Yeah, fun. you guys listen to his music. It's 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 all our thing. Chris, thank you so much. Chris, we have to thank Chris. Chris thank has been you, Chris. the crossfire this He's like, different oh, realms. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Rose, thank you for calling in. Thank you for our call-in listeners. Clarence, we support you. We love you. Uh, you know what's nice. coming up on the show. We are taking Halloween night off because who's going to be listening? Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, you can see me in West Hollywood tonight right after this. Love you. See you next Tuesday.
Thank you. See you next Tuesday. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>